Yo, 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 Joe. Joe, is you with me? What up, Darius? What up, Darius? <laughs> it's episode 60 of the Wait Till You Hear This podcast. I'm in this motherfucker with my homeboy, Darius. Say what up, Joe. What up? All right, he's not talking to everybody. Say what up, Darius. <laughs> what up, y'all? What up? Darius, is you with us? Why wouldn't I be? I don't know, because I think you want to shoot us first. So I can't <laughs> shoot the <laughs> I'm not going to waste no bullets on y'all niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bullets cost two fucking bucks nowadays, man. He's going he gonna to smack the shit out of us. Hey, bullets are expensive, though. Them motherfuckers oh, got man. shot out for a bit. Yes, like a motherfucker. Go ahead. Oh man, that that was that show was funny. I know audience for the, for the sake of you know whatever we, we ain't you know what I mean, but yeah, that show was funny. Y'all missed it, but it was fucking hilarious. Maybe on a blooper episode we'll uh, we'll let y'all hear it. But um, so Ricky, I um somebody told me that you you know you had the sweetie meal. Uh yeah, nigga, I told you like when it was in post production, nigga. <laughs> How was it? What was it like? What was special about it? What was made it different? That I was able to get some nuggets and some fucking hamburger for the low, low price of $13. That's what made this shit special. Because I didn't know what the fuck I want. I was like, do I want some nuggets or do I want a burger? And they were like, yo, you can get a little bit of both for this price. We call it the sweetie meal. And I was like, well, fuck it. That shit sounds sweet to me. The guy had me one of them large iced teas from that you can only get at McDonald's. I ain't had one of them motherfuckers in a while. Not the iced tea, the high C. That shit was good. Yeah. Um, I thought they, I thought they took the high C away. They brought it back. I don't know. That motherfucker was here for Alaska, so maybe it's the Alaska one. That shit was in high demand. They brought it back. I remember that story. Not okay, they did. They did bring it back. Uh, uh, Darius, you had your sweetie meal? Never heard of that shit until now. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is. Well, well, have you have you seen like the shit where you know Sweetie is the rapper? Yeah. Have you seen like the shit with her like eating all that crazy ass stuff? No. So like that's like her brand. Like she eat, eat weird food combinations. So like when the Sweetie Meal came out, people was like, she probably gonna be have, having niggas eat like Listerine sandwiches and shit. <laughs> no, that shit was just a Big Mac and four pieces of nuggets. That was it. It was nothing strange about it. I thought I thought they were. I didn't know that was the reason they gave it to her. I thought she was well, trying to be like well, Travis Scott. Yeah, that's what it is. You know these these. Uh, they did one for Jay Balvin. They did one for like you said Travis Scott. Who's it's that? just like the artist the artist brand meal things. But when her shit got announced, since she have you seen the shit about like her with the crazy food combination? No. Um. The only reason I got that is because I went on um, DoorDash. You know how DoorDash tells you like approximate times or whatever. McDonald's uh-huh. had the quickest time because I know we were about to start this and right. it says uh, Sweetie Meal. And that's the same thing that happened like a few nights ago. I got it from there because I was like, shit, I'm hungry and I don't feel like waiting, but I'm not cooking nothing. And they were like 15 minutes late. So I was like, fuck it. So don't order that. Heard that, heard that, heard that. I, I'm probably not going to try this shit to be honest with y'all. <laughs> but it's cool that she got her meal. Like, it's, it's <clears> like... It's dope to see where she started though into where she is now. Cause being aligned with McDonald's, like McDonald's is like one of like the biggest companies in all of the world, right? Hell yeah, one of the biggest brands she could be a part of. Shit. That's really fucking dope. That's really, really dope. But how, how much how much was it, Rick? How much did it cost? He said uh, like 13. 13 bucks. Damn, <laughs> that's what, for nuggets, 
And that's on DoorDash, though, right? For up here, for up here though, that's pretty cheap because like going to fucking Taco Bell and shit, a combo is like damn near twenty bucks. But also, yeah, you got to factor in there. He ordered the shit on the like a uh, delivery app. Yeah. Well, no, DoorDash will be kind of taxing. But no, if you got well, that no, pass, after, it won't be that bad though. I don't have the pass, but even after all of the taxes and all that shit, that shit was like twenty one bucks. That's normal. <clears throat> that's normal with the delivery fee. That's normal. That's normal. So, um. Well, now we know what what uh what, what Ricky ate before the show. Woohoo! Yeah, where you get? Where, can, where, else, where else can you get that content? But right here, <clears throat> I had some popcorn too. That shit was bomb. Like I had popcorn for breakfast this morning too. Then I had some popcorn while we were eat, um talking in the other thing, and I was dipping the popcorn in the little hot mustard sauce because that's what I have my chicken nuggets in. That shit was bomb. I'm that's a real tried. big. How you feel about popcorn, Darius? I'm a real big popcorn <clears throat> guy. Man, I was a huge popcorn fan as a kid. I'm not. I haven't. Headed in the wild, man. I don't even have a taste of popcorn no more. But I was a big fan when I was a shorty, though. I like, like, what, like breakfast. <laughs> what flavors? Like, what kind of? Like, what flavors? Um, like, like here we um famous for our popcorn. We have a place called uh, shit. <clears throat> place called Garrett's. Oh, Garrett's yeah, a popcorn yeah, spot? we famous for a place called Garrett's Popcorn here, and it's uh they have a mix with cheese popcorn, butter popcorn. Oh, so it's like in the tropical shit, it's like cheese, butter, oh, caramel. You're right, caramel. What yeah, all, all, I, all I've had things. those. It's like the three and the one, and it's like the divided thing, like the tri divided thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's it. like uh, Garrett's is like a big place here. It's like a, a worldwide popcorn place. But I was I was a huge fan of it. I used to go there and eat popcorn all day, but I don't even, I don't even eat it like that now. At all. I, I like movie. I like movie popcorn. I'm not really a fan of caramel popcorn too much. But like I like like that movie popcorn, that butter movie popcorn, and like cheese popcorn. I fuck with that. But like there's like gourmet spots that like do like like they do a lot of weird shit. Like you know they put like color coded shit on in the side. I've seen like gourmet spots like that. Them bitches like be in the mall for a little bit. They normally don't last that long. <laughs> I'm gonna just be honest. I'm like part Mexican because I grew up in Cali, so you got to take like some lemon or some lime, squeeze it over the popcorn, and take some tapatio. And drift the shit over there. Oh man, that's just so fire on the fucking popcorn. That's just real good. Or if you get the tuxedo popcorn, the one that's like the white cheddar, and then you mm-hmm. drizzle it with the chocolate over there. That shit is bomb. I, I, I like the, like real chocolate. Like, <clears throat> like yeah, yeah. I, I guess I've never really had that before to like that really bitch about it. I've never really had that to bitch about it. I'm a pop, I'm a popcorn guy. I like movie popcorn. Like there's been times where like uh. People would be going to the movies, and I'd be like, "Yo, bring me some popcorn back." Like, I don't even want to go to. Just bring me some popcorn back, cause I fuck with the movie popcorn. Like the, the I guess it's like the butter, sh- like you know the butter shit. I guess is that like? Yeah, it's, just, it's like an oil and uh, oil and butter yeah, bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a YT update. I'm sorry, what? Oh, uh, YT update. <laughs> what the fuck? YG do? A YT, YT. Oh, nigga, I thought you said YG update. I was like, wait, what happened to him? <laughs> nah, I got a That's YT. Like, wait, what? I didn't hear about this about YG. Let me pull up the story real fast. <clears throat> you remember you used to give out awards? For Terry Crews? Yep. <laughs> Your man is back in the spotlight. I ain't got no man. Don't ever tell me no shit like that. We can fight this <laughs> stuff, bro. Ah, shit. Oh shit! So, um, so your man, your, your man Terry Crews, Cardo, you know the award that you used to give out to uh 
um, people who had they 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 see the balloon. <laughs> people who that had they see they see the balloon chip. See <laughs> the balloon chip activated. <laughs> the top um, dancing shoes. So I got I got a YT update. <clears throat> um, and the reason why this is a YT update is because if, if anything, uh, Terry Crews has shown his proximity to and his his overall like I'm I I'll be honest with y'all like he kind of like deferential to them motherfuckers. So he 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 is a part of the YT update for that reason. Terry Crews has joined the Hollywood Brigade of YT people who have let it leaked that about their bathing habits. So Terry Crews decided to offer to the public that if you haven't been sweating, you don't need to bathe. Your thoughts and opinions, fellas. That nigga's a goofball. That's why. <laughs> that nigga's a pure fucking goofball. I don't know why people even listen to what the fuck he got to say. Well, it makes perfect that, sense. Coming that from nigga want to be like so bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Rick. I don't even think he want to be white. It just makes perfect sense because on everybody hates Chris. He was the cheap dad, and if you're a cheap motherfucker, you definitely ain't trying to pay a water bill. So you know. Not taking a bath when you don't sweat kind of <laughs> makes sense. It aligns in with his character. So, I mean, I ain't like, even like, have, y'all, have y'all ever looked at Terry Crews? That nigga like a musclehead nigga. You mean to tell me that this nigga be working out all the time and he don't take no bath? He didn't say that. He said if you don't sweat, you don't take a bath. That's the difference. So what if you go work out and you didn't sweat? Then he don't take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Crews just a fucking weirdo, though. <laughs> But that's and a big nigga, so you know he sweats. So, so how you gonna be addicted to beating off and don't take showers? <laughs> nah, he be doing he be doing a robot and all that extra gyrating shit. So you know he sweats. So it's just cat. And they say he was addicted to porn, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he unlocked his ass. He walked around crusty to the motherfucker. That nigga extra. Nigga said Terry Crews. Terry Crews became his character off of white chicks. He was actually that character the whole time. For like, real, that's him. <laughs> Do the white people take a um a whole bath? Oh shit! You think the whole bath? And it's funny because we've never actually had a conversation about this, but I feel like this is like a cultural thing because I definitely know what a whole bath is. Derek, do you know what a whole bath is? Hell yeah! Everybody. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Are they just taking whole baths and they just don't know it's called a whole bath, so they just say they don't take a bath? That might be it. You might be right. I don't even think they hit the hot spots, bro. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what you've been saying for a long time because you be sounding like you be going in and out of water. And I, I just don't want to fuck it up. So I have no idea what you just said. So if y'all uh, saying some funny shit now, that, that, that nigga That nigga Darius sound like an evil villain. Who don't want nobody to hear the words, nigga? That nigga like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> yeah, he said, nigga, Darius, 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 nigga said you go swimming every every twenty five seconds. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but he really just said something. He went, oh, I was just like, okay, I can't do this no more, nigga. What is going on? 
albums I didn't I don't I don't really got shit to be honest with y'all. Like, I, I don't listen to that shit. shit. I don't care who's offended. This nigga told me go listen to Violator. I listened to Violator. Then this nigga was like, that's not the right Violator. Then I was like, nigga, that's the Violator you posted. And then you were like, hey, Darius, do you want to check the track listing? Because this doesn't look right. And he was like, fuck you, nigga, suck my dick. We listened to Violator albums. I really told that nigga, but like, Darius, I really told you that, bro. I was like, yo, bro, uh, I, the reason why I didn't pick it is because I looked at the track list and I was like, yo, bro, like, do you. First, that nigga literally told me, nigga, that's the album I'm picking. Fuck you. Like, yeah, he really told me that shit. That nigga told me, nigga, that's the album I'm picking. Fuck you. No, the uh when I had looked up the track, I didn't pay attention that that motherfucker said volume two. But now I see what you're saying when Ricky posted the track list. Then I could see it. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. (laughs) Nigga, I told you, I said, yo, bro, do you want to look at this? Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga's, that nigga's like, fuck you, nigga. We listening to this. Yeah, that like, nigga. Hey, hey, that nigga hit me with the OG Bamba Johnson. This an OG car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping him. <laughs> I was like, nigga, what the fuck, bro? Like, I was like, I was like, didn't we say we were listening to fucking Mac Miller, nigga? Like. <laughs> Hey, I thought y'all said fuck Mac Miller because when I look up, you're like, nigga, my pick is NWA. There's but and we listening to uh, we listen well, to this bullshit, and that's a fact, Jack. And I was like, fuck. I, well, well, I was trying to, to I was trying to be a little bit more because last week you told me like, nigga, you keep waiting till the last minute. So I was like, nigga, I'm about to tell these niggas right now, so it won't be no confusion. And then everything else, all the madness ensued. So I was like, fuck it. Well, I knew there was, I knew there was gonna be madness. Because at first, I wasn't even going to tell you nothing to Darius. So I was just going to wait to be recording. He'd be like, all right, guys. So what are we talking about? I was going to be like, yeah, Darius, what are we talking about, nigga? <laughs> then this nigga Ricky come through and said, Ricky was like, nigga, fuck y'all. We listening to Slaughterhouse? <laughs> I'm like, we got like, Slaughterhouse and a great Mob D album. <laughs> and you niggas want to pick Buster Rhymes and fucking N.W.A. Bro, what? I looked at that track list. I was like, nigga, this is a compilation album. Are we really doing another compilation album? Are you sure you want to do this? I was like, bro, go look at the track list. They don't even got all the songs, my nigga. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I did, I, that's why I didn't see that. I, I didn't see that album. So I didn't see that track list. Only, only well, value. Well, that's why. Well, that's why I looked it up. I looked it up first to see what was on it. No, I had looked it up too, but I only seen volume two. If you the screenshot of the no, show, what I'm so like, look, this is what I did. There. This is what I did. There. I looked it. I looked it up on like first and I looked at it and I saw what songs was on it and then when I went to go to Spotify to look at that, that album songs was missing I was like yeah I, I I was about to pick that shit too but then I looked at the track list you should look at the track list. yeah but I told you I just went straight to Spotify and I pulled up Violator and the only uh, volume 2 popped up like I screenshotted it volume 1 gonna need pop no, no, up no, no, no. I, saw, I, saw, I saw what you were saying but what I was saying was the reason why I looked it up first is because on that first one, it was songs that were like really big fucking records. So it's not surprising uh-huh. to me that like, that they didn't allow those records to be on that album because they were like like really big like solo records, pretty much. Right. And the thing, but and I, I was confused because when I looked up the track list and seeing it, I'm looking like, man, where vibrant thing at? Wasn't that on there? I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, seeing it's not on volume two, so I'm like, cause that's what I'm like. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe that was just cute to regular shit, but I could have swore it was on that album. Like, like when I heard, I heard, I think they only had one commercially successful song on volume two, and that was uh, what it is right now. That was the only one. Yep. Everything else was pretty much like, and just, that song is it, trash. It seemed like, 
It seemed like it seemed like they made music. They made. I agree. This one uh, busts the worst songs to me. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. Just listening to that song, the chorus is kind of ass, bro. I don't really like the chorus. I'm like, I never really listened. Like, actually keyed in on the vocals on the chorus. That shit sound crazy. And they bust up. Yeah. What it is right there? Yeah, Kelly yeah, sound crazy on that. The I didn't like the beat. I didn't like the raps like that. I didn't that, like that. that was, I didn't like that nothing was, about that song. That, was, that, that, that song was really successful though. To me, Nori had the two best songs on the fucking album. Well, it, it was it was early two thousand and one. I think that album came out, so the Neptunes was just like hitting their prime little stride. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, was in their prime out, now, so. at that time. Yeah. I don't. I don't think the song. Like, I don't think the beat is is awful. To be honest with you, I just didn't, I think the song I, is trash. I just didn't I don't like, like the beat like, either. I don't like, I don't like that. The I don't like that chorus, bro. I don't like the way that chorus sounds. I don't mean like bust the verses, and I'll be thinking he'd be snapping, but he ain't snap on that shit. I didn't like none of that. <laughs> but the Neptune gave they gave for real Grammy beat was crazy to me. I love that fucking beat, man. I saw that shit. I saw you put the violator album. I was like, oh no. I remember I bought this album thinking, yo, this is just damn. It's got to be good. It's 1998, and I heard that shit, and I was just like, "Wow!" And I, I never heard that. I never heard either one of Violet apps. See, that's why I be picking shit I ain't heard. So I'm like, I never listened to that shit. So I figured nobody. <laughs> I, I figured singing. nobody would have. I figured nobody would have an issue with uh, NWA. I listen like, to the NWA. I figured nobody would have an issue with it. Like it's a classic. No, I had an issue. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I didn't know that like I didn't know that you would have issued on I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Ricky is like the reason that I went back and listened to NWA and uh Easy E. Remember Ricky? We had those conversations about like Easy E and them. It wasn't necessarily because it was NWA. I'm like, yo, nigga, we got Slaughterhouse, there's a Mod Deep album, there's Boldy James, there's some really good albums, and we giving it up to this shit. Like, don't nobody want to hear no shit about no damn. So look, this is what we could do because I'm gonna be honest with you. I ain't listen to all them albums, so we could just we could just disrespect the Violator album and we could call it a day for the music table. Nigga, you just got your whole recording for it right there. <laughs> all right, cool. And then we'll call it. That's it right there, nigga. <laughs> and it's not a disrespect. There's no disrespect to Darius. I just figured that shit was out of the window once we figured out, like, some of us two, listen two to the different right albums, and some yeah. of us listen to a different album. Yeah, I was like, ooh, this might be rough. Because I only got was, halfway through it, to be honest. It was a nigga that I'd never heard of, and he did Microphone Fiend. All I know is when my son started rapping, I was like, I knew I remembered this nigga from somewhere. I was like, I ain't never liked this nigga. This nigga been tried. Oh, you guys didn't even get to hear my son rap all over the first one. He's all over the first Violator. That nigga who be spitting for Lux and all of them on. Punk I know Punk, you're talking about Mike's son. Uh, yeah. Pause, pause, but the nigga with the huge lips. Pause. Yep. Uh, Darius. Huh? Did you hit a Did you hit a microphone fiend joint? Yes, that shit was trash. He thought he was snapping too. I'm gonna be honest. He, he wrote his was, dude wrote his heart out too. It was he, not. He had, it was. He had a lot of punches. Listen, I'm gonna say this. It was not trash. It was just not Rakim, dog. That he had a lot of punches. Rakim. I could tell he was. I could tell he was like this. I'm about to kill him with this. I could tell he wrote that motherfucking shit like that. It was all right, especially for back then. If we take it, it was okay. It wasn't like terrible. No, it, it wasn't. It. It I wasn't didn't good. hear it. 
I didn't even hear it. I can tell you if he was trying to do anything with microphone. That nigga he tried to write. If shot. you listen to it, you can hear him trying to write his ass off. I can tell you he busted his brain for that shit. <laughs> uh, what's homie name, Darius? What the Cuomo nigga name is? Uh, it's, it's Andrew Cuomo. Oh damn! Oh. I don't know. One of the one of them niggas is on TV. Yeah, he like the uh the governor of New York. So yeah, that's the Cuomo brother we talking about. The governor of New York. That Cuomo, not the other Cuomo. Um, what's up? What y'all listening? They, they, he, he resigned. Yeah, Andrew Cuomo, that's his name. All right, go ahead, Darius. Let us know all the information and facts about the case. Uh, well, Andrew Cuomo is the governor of New York. He's been um being accused of being a nut ass freak boy for um, a while now, <laughs> and I guess uh, it got. It gets so hot on him. Now he has to resign as being the governor of New York because he's a nasty man. And uh, <laughs> that's pretty much the story. He he was inappropriately, inappropriately touching women. Like one woman, he said, uh, she said he touched her breast. He said he was just trying to get something off of her or something. Like, you know, the nasty man oh, talk. Nah. Oh, no. Nah. Oh, nah. <laughs> like he was trying to see her shirt. No, that's what he said. He was trying to see the words on her shirt. So he like he grabbed it like like <laughs> to open it off like yeah you just nasty nigga, <clears throat> but yeah that's who Cuomo is. He had to resign as uh, New York has their first woman governor. Good luck, New York. It's up to you, New York. So New let me get this straight: York. the governor, the governor of New York, can grab you by the pussy, and he has to step down with the. Ex-president, congratulations. Man. Pussy and nothing listen, so listen, it's funny, Man. right? It's funny, right? So, like, this is what they're saying. They're saying that when, p- politically, there are, uh, basically, there are, uh, you say, recourse recourse for uh, Democratic politicians who do, do things wrong or inappropriate, right? But when it comes to uh, Republican politicians, them niggas just powering through. It's mad shit about uh, remember we was talking about the nigga who had like a like a like a son or some shit that he ain't even like let people know was his kid or, or what, what's dude's name? There's a bunch of them, huh? It's not familiar. <laughs> it was a it was a white dude. It was a white dude. I forget his name. John Stockton. Nigga said John Stockton. Now nah, I forget his <laughs> name. It was one. It was the, it was the dude that looked like a cartoon character though. He looked like he looked like he looked like. I don't like know, he he looked like he looked like he related to Johnny Bravo. Then it's another po- politician, or uh, Rand Paul. This nigga, he he publicly telling people, he publicly telling people like, yo, don't get the don't get the vaccine, don't do this and this. Like, uh, they're trying to circumvent the process of vaccine and all that. When his wife, uh, was a, was made invested in his wife invested in a company. That like is like gives medication for the vaccine. So he publicly telling people not give not to get vaccinated while his wife is invested in a company that's gonna be selling like like you know health healthcare stuff related to COVID and shit like that. So like you know what I'm saying? Like it's like that's all that shit illegal. These are all Republican um, politicians and they just get away with that shit. They just do whatever the fuck they want. They just power through. Like like uh that one dude Jordan whatever his name is. It's a lot of shit about him. It's a lot of shit about all of them. One dude had like some sexual misconduct allegations too, and they just keep on rocking. Uh, they got that one woman 
who's like QAnon personified, and she she just powering through. She be talking about Jews, Holocaust, all that shit, and it just don't fucking matter. They just power through. They just say fuck it, we gonna rock out, and they let them rock out with our cocks out. That's what the politicians <laughs> are doing. Oh, uh, Darius, Darius, what was the what? Fortnum news? Though? I'm sorry, what? You said Darius had some Fortnum news. Oh yeah, go ahead. Tell them all the news. Darius, my phone now. What phone on news? All right. So since Darius don't want to claim his good <laughs> anthem, no, I don't know what phone on news. So, <laughs> so apparently this morning, some um people from the Four Corner Hustlers—is that how you say it, Darius? Four Corner Hustlers, yes. like the real name. Yes. The Four, Four Corner, Corner Hustlers. Hustlers they um they weren't appreciating the uh, acts of the GDs, and they stole the GDs uh, anthem and they recreated their own. And they don't let the uh, phone numbers in the dough, I believe it went. So, yeah, shout out to Darius and his gang. They now have a national anthem. That shit ain't good, but they got one. It's, that's not our national anthem. It was it was just a song that some folk in the hustlers made. <laughs> that shit not... said the anthem. That shit said the phone them anthem. That's what it said. <laughs> Dude, don't give like... shots. That was his song <laughs> that he just made. That's not our anthem. That's not at all. That's not what that is. What's your anthem? What, what do y'all sing when you guys, you know? We don't We don't have together. an anthem, nigga. Oh, so y'all some unorganized niggas. Y'all don't get no, we organized. Like... We just don't have an anthem. We don't sing, nigga. <laughs> okay, y'all don't rap? I mean, that's We don't rap. Fucking, we don't uh... sing. We don't do none of that. That's why y'all not as big as y'all need to be. Y'all not successful. Y'all gotta start. Y'all put y'all put somebody on. Y'all got a battle rapper too. He about to be in the finals of the the Smack yeah, DVD. Shout out to Trufo. Shout out to him. But yeah, we we don't have many rappers. So the biggest rapper we probably got is Bump J. Oh, Bump J is a four corner. I didn't know that. I thought yeah, he was he a four corner hustler. Yeah, I, I honestly thought he was a GD because GDs is all I ever hear about coming out of Chicago, music wise. So I always thought he was a GD. I didn't know that. And I'm not familiar with his music. Yeah, Twist of Vice Lord. Shit. Oh, Twist of Vice Lord? I didn't even know he banged. Yeah. He seemed like a pretty nice guy. <laughs> no, really. I'm not even trying to be funny. I just didn't think he banged. I figured he knew people, but I never Yeah, really he banged. He, he, he didn't like that, though. But he, he, he a part of a set. Oh, well, that's good to know. Uh, so how you feel about phone making it, Darius? What you think? I think he's going to win it all, man. You, I, I know you ain't like that solid boy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. She don't. I, I'm about to go see dude. He had a couple of solid bars that pissed me off doing that. You need to watch his fucking mouth. But uh, <laughs> Fodum fo- fo- did his what thing. What he say? I'm not even trying to be funny. What's he say? Because I don't know. He did like no. I can't. I can't remember him like verbatim right now. But no, I remember no. he was saying the bars, and I'm like, hold on. He need to watch his mouth. I had posted it with uh. He was like the nigga knew it. it. It was basically like the dude did his homework, and he knew a little too much. In the, in the ways that them niggas talk, and he kind of flipped it. And I, I'm assuming that solid means something for four. four yeah, it, yes, that's what it is. It's solid four, solid four, solid four corners. So, like, that nigga was like flipping that. Oh, okay. Well, if you don't mind, I'll air explain that to me because I didn't even realize like that was going on, to be honest. Because I don't know you guys' gang terminology. Oh, yeah, yeah. She hit a lot of uh, folk on the hustle balls. I think that was his <clears> third <throat> round, I think it was. It was his second or third, but he had a lot of. Uh, folk on the hustler bars, and you when he kept saying solid, solid is folk on the hustlers, solid folk. That, that, that's the game, solid folk, solid folk on the hustlers. And he had a lot of solid bars in there, so I, I was listening to it. I'm like, hold on, he for one thing, a lot of people don't only know folk on the hustlers as folk them, folk on us, they don't even know the solid part. So they tell you he did some research, so he 
so he's saying this shit. I'm like, hold on, he needs to watch his mouth. He's going a little too far. You know what I'm saying? Because even True Four was looking at him like, the fuck? What is you doing? Yeah, like, what the fuck? We didn't even think you would know that. That's tell he actually did research for that battle. He did do that. I'm going to keep it a sad with you, Davis. I thought she won the battle, but it was close enough to where I wasn't mad that True Four won. It was just funny because uh, she happens as Keith's friend. And, like, Keith was like, I saw Keith post in one of the battle rap groups. He was like, 2-1, clear, she. And then in the chat, we had the nigga was like, it's a close battle. I was like, nigga, I just saw you post in the group that it was clear. And he was saying that she won. And then when she lost, I was like, ah, your friend lost, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at him, too, because he was, cause he said he said that in the group. He was like, 2-1, clear. I was like, fuck out of here, nigga. But I, I, I really think True Four won, though, not even being biased. But he lost that second round clear. That was she best round. If she would have said the second for his third, he probably could have won the battle. I thought she won. I thought she won. I if he'd have flipped his second to third, he'd have won clear. I, I, I like what she did more. Um, True Four had a crazy-ass first round, but I don't think any of his other rounds, like, reached that His third that was higher to me. I didn't really care for his third, to be honest with you. I thought what, what she was doing – like he wasn't getting a lot of reaction for it, but he was like, I don't. And I know Ricky said he don't really care for she, but like I, I like what that dude do. He's he's. Nigga, why you gotta bring me into what you like, nigga? Just say what you like. I, I, don't worry about what what the, what the fuck I don't like about she. We want to hear your opinion. Like, damn, Darius didn't like the nigga either. You didn't bring that up. Stop singing me out, nigga. I'm gonna stab you in the eye with a Q-tip. Go ahead. Yeah, so I know Ricky didn't really care for that nigga, <laughs> but um, when I when, like. I, I kind of fuck with it. Like, I know y'all didn't really, like, I remember you saying the same thing, uh, Darius. Like, you ain't really care for that shit either. But, like, I like how he performs, one, and then, two, lyrically, he's really, really layered. And he also, but, like, changes. He does a lot of things that I enjoy about rapping in terms of, like, changing the launcher point. Like, giving you different patterns, different syncopations, different, but, I, like, he, he do, but, does I, a lot of stuff. I got a couple and things. I also, and I also, I also feel like he battles. He he actually attacks his opponent too. Like it's not like he just super indirect with all of this like uh, lyrical miracle shit. He actually battled his opponent while he doing all that shit. And I think that's dope as hell. True four to me. True four in his first round. That was probably like the most uh like like layered I've ever heard him. Like in that first round, he was he was super layered and he was direct and he was energetic. Second round, you know he lost that round because he. Was choking, and and in the third in the third round, he he got it back, but I don't think he reached the heights of that first. But go ahead and say what you about to say. But the thing I was gonna say about uh, she had this is the reason why I don't like she like that. Like he he's animated and all that, and but my thing he to me he's not that lyrical. He's like a knockoff Bill Collector. Like Bill Collector can fucking rap. <clears throat> Like dude can't rap like Bill to me. Like he do this, he do similar things, but he can't rap like him. It it, it seemed like he like a lesser version of. So made me look at him kind of funny. And then we say when he switch patterns and switch flows, that's what I like about um, real sick. And you don't even like him. He do that a lot. Real, real he sick. He patterns and flows every real round. Sick. Real, real sick. Switch patterns and, and flows. But it's it's the it's the same it's the same, like I was talking about syncopations and all that. Like his that nigga that nigga sheet happens is performing. You think that real sick gives you a performance like she does? No, like, I'm just I was talking about like, no, no, the, the, the performance like, part. I was talking about Bill. He's like a lesser. He's like a lesser Bill. 
Because he don't rap better than Bill. And it's similar type performance. We can we can agree to disagree in terms of like I do I, I do agree that both of them are animated. I I think that they do two totally different things. Like Bill Collector and She Happens, they do to, two totally different things. But both are animated. I agree there. I think that the the ways in which they kind of like get that shit off is completely different though. Uh, have y'all watched that King of the Dot tournament? Like what what Bill Collector? Bill Collector probably had his greatest showing of all time. In that tournament, he made a nigga quit the tournament after his performance because he got a perfect score against the nigga. Won all three rounds, won ninety percent of the uh, the fan vote, and the dude quit. Like he quit in the post game press conference with uh, Lush One. Amazing, literally the the greatest performance Bill Collector has ever given. Like, but I, I fuck with Bill Collector. Bill has been I, and, <laughs> listen, I fuck and I fuck with Bill Collector heavy. I don't think that Sheed and Bill are the same. I do feel like Sheed is lyrical. I also I do feel like she is lyrical. Don't, bro. He, I haven't like, heard she, that lyrical from him. She is an Atandra based rapper, bro. Like he is giving you doubles and triples. Like really, that's like his whole style, doubles and triples. Um, you you brought up real real sick to me, real sick. He does switch switch uh switch switch uh cadences and and launching points and shit like that. But it's really bland to me. Like that's that's the issue. It's bland to me. He don't really have much. Much flavor with it. It's just like, like I'm about to rapper, 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 rap, 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 and then rap, rap, rap. But it's like, where's the, where's the character? Where's the? It's not much. It's nothing really charismatic about it at all to make you connect to it. Away from just saying that this is a so, rapper that's about to be rapping. So he got like the Chilla Jones effect. You say right? And <laughs> in, in, in some ways, you could say that. Yeah. Even though I think Chilla Jones has more character than it's real sick. Well, now, now he does. Well, yeah, all right, cool, yeah, now. But, like, yeah, in the beginning, when Chilla just came to rap, like, you know, like, back then, it was kind of elementary, and you expected those dudes to, like, kind of be a bit more remedial in their styles. But if Real Sick is going to be on cars battling niggas like Arsenal and, and however, you get to see uh, Real Sick juxtaposed with the people he's performing against, and it just make it look away. You can see a clear distinction. Granted, I don't think Arsenal really gave Real Sick a, an amazing, an amazing uh, person to fight against. You know what I'm saying? Because like, it's a, it's a check. It's a, at that point, it's just a check. Danny Myers didn't really fight back either. I don't, you know, circumstances, whatever. But when they was up there battling against, um, it was B Dot and Real Sick versus Arsenal and Kid Chaos, and you could tell that Ars and Kid Chaos was tapped in, and they like they going line for line trying to win every line. Mm-hmm. You can see a distinction in B dot and real sick because them niggas are just so like one note with it. Like you know, it's just one note with it the entire time. We rapping and we're gonna rap some more and we're gonna rap some more, but it's no character with it at all. So it was like, and then you got Arsenal and, and, and Kid Chaos. Kid Chaos is probably more cut from their cloth than he's cut from Arsenal cloth, but since he's under the tutelage of Arsenal, now Arsenal is giving him all of the pointers for the charisma component to it. Like, yo, bro, this is how we put character into it. This is how we make these lines, like, live longer. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's just how I look. No, I, I feel you. But I'm saying, but I think uh, what you're saying about Real Sick is how I feel about she. Like, when she steps up to a higher competition, you're going to see the difference. I like, see when, when he step up until, until, until the bill collectors and people like that, you're going to see, you're going to be like, okay, dude ain't as crazy as I thought he was. I, I would like to see it. I would like to see it. The only there there are some things that she needs to work on. I think that she needs to work on 
uh, uh, aggressive projection to to like in, in terms of where he needs to place his emphasis because a lot of times he's rapping, but since he kind of like doing those inflections, you can't always tell where the the landing point is. I can follow it because I'm tapped in already. I want I'm I'm like here at this point he's made me a fan to where I'm here to listen to what he got to say. So I'm tapped in and, and I know where the ends are. A lot of times people who ain't really all the way tapped in or, or people who don't really know you that well and are familiar with your style, like niggas are not about to break their neck to like figure out what your style is. Like you gotta right. make that shit digestible for people. So an issue that I think he has is size the punchlines, you know what I'm saying? Or he don't always emphasize the the haymaker line. And that's something that he needs to improve on. I don't even know about it. You ain't read the story, nigga, about Jason Kidd and how he was fucking up the Bucks player? I read some of them, but I don't, I don't know enough to, to lead it out. I, I, I just read a couple. Of, I just know about I'm a couple I'm seconds. I'm about, I'm about to pull it up. Hold on. Wait, what are y'all talking about? Jason Kidd. I'm going to read the, uh, I'm going to read the, whatchamacallit, so I'll give you a little bit more context. Kind of. He already fucking up with the Mavs? No, it's about, nah, it it's was about the, the shit he did with the Bucks. What did he do with the Bucks? Uh, so basically, like psychological torture. <laughs> what the fuck, Jason Kidd? No bullshit. I'm not joking either. Yeah, Why did they just beat wild. his ass? Them niggas is bigger than him. Just sock that nigga in his mouth. He the coach. He the coach, so? bro. That nigga, that's your livelihood. Like, no, the, no, the fuck it ain't. He the had a young team too. He ain't had no best. He ain't had no best in there that to put his ass in the headlock. He ain't had none of them. Cause that's what I was thinking. Like, nigga, if you tell me, oh, we, we had a bunch like of young shit. boys. We play like we play like shit. So cancel Christmas, and I already got tickets booked. Nigga. Cancel Christmas, nigga. You better suck my dick. He had he had them niggas practice. Ricky had Ricky had them niggas practicing. Yeah, this is gonna their family or nothing. Hey, I'll put that on my. I put that on my own life, nigga. You gonna have to fight me to the death to get me in that motherfucker Christmas. That nigga Larry, that nigga, fuck you. That nigga, that nigga Larry Sanders. Uh, he asked to go to the bathroom. Um, he asked to go to the bathroom and left and went to the hospital, nigga. Why the fuck am I asking another grown man if I could go use the bathroom, nigga? Well, he this left and went to the, high school. He went to the bathroom. That nigga left and, went, and had to go to the hospital because because of the shit that uh Jason Kidd had them doing. That shit had him, um, like you know, on a verge of. So he checked in the hospital. Why was they that doing it? It's just he never fucking played, Jason he never, he never played in the league after that. That nigga was. Ha- I'm about to read the quotes, but that nigga had people, like you know, black people went swimming. You know, a lot of black people don't know how to swim, and that's like a big thing. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, my mother, she doesn't know how to swim. Like so, can you imagine making people who don't know how to swim swim? I'm not getting in the pool. You can't make me, nigga. Did he have a gun? Like, what? It's Jason fucking kid. That's wild, bro. I, I I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about. I'm about. I'm about. I'm about. I'm gonna say it. All right, Darius, else Darius, say it. Darius, what's up with your man, bro? Them niggas is pussy. <laughs> Darius, is Jay, if you don't know how to swim, is Jason King gonna force you into a pool, nigga? We should no. box. I should not have Jason King, but. I'm about to these are tweets from whatever this Twitter page is. It says Dr. Elliot Copperford Berg's water, but I don't know. But he got quotes. Um, this is what it says. It said, I read the new Giannis biography that is coming out tomorrow. My biggest takeaway is that Jason Kidd should not be allowed to be around other people, let alone coach an NBA team. The worst story is his response to a team loss the day before Christmas Eve. So it's a bunch of different ones, and I'm going to just go one by one and read. So this is the excerpt. It says, 
But the Bucks were struggling, dropping the game to Charlotte on December 23rd, right before Christmas. Players returned to the locker room, dejected, silent. Everyone was ready for the next two days off with their families. Zaza, kid said, turning to Pachulia, but addressing the group. Do you think this was a winnable game? Yes, it was a winnable game, Pachulia said, the next two days off. Patrulia couldn't believe Kidd had put him in that situation, threatening to ruin Christmas. Patrulia tried to strike a diplomatic tone. You know what, Coach? I understand the frustration. We're all frustrated because this was a game we were supposed to win. We didn't give enough effort, but at the same time, this is a holiday. Christmas is important to our families. It's not about us. It's about our families. Guys have many plans. Kidd then turned to Dudley. What do you think? Should we take the next two days off? Dudley, too, gave a diplomatic answer. But Kidd wasn't satisfied. See you guys tomorrow at 9 a.m. Whoa, 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 player said. What do you mean? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have practice. We're gonna tomorrow. we're gonna have practice tomorrow. We book flights to different places. I don't care. You guys get paid to do a job. So you're gonna do your job tomorrow. Things change. Practice the next morning was ugly. Kid went at Sanders, called him a piece of shit, a terrible player. The team ran and ran and ran, like a college team would. I don't think I've done that since I left J Kid, Knight says. It was not normal. Players had to finish a fast break drill in 22 seconds, but 20, 22 seconds, but 27 seconds was the team's best. Like, so that's one of them. And then there's another one. Uh, said, and this is what the tweet says. It says, said practice became genuinely dangerous for Larry Sanders. So it says, they, they, they did it over and over until they, until they made it. And that's talking about the time. Some were bent over, panting, cramping. Practice lasted three hours, and then Kid made players lift weights and do pool exercises. Half the team didn't know how to swim, but Kid made everyone run in the pool. Everyone was so tired that nobody was thinking about Christmas, Patrice said. We didn't even have energy left to open gifts. Kid continued to berate Sanders, though calling him pathetic. Sanders couldn't handle it. Where he was in, the, where he was in his life, his career, this practice, all his mistakes, all his frustrations, he felt his entire body turn to jelly, and as he cramped from head to toe, I had a full body convulsion. Says my body broke down physically. I couldn't take it, and mentally, I really couldn't take it. Sanders asked to be excused to the bathroom. Oh, don't worry, kid. Says as Sanders walked away. We'll wait and run some more. Sanders left the facility and took himself to the hospital, spending the night there. Few knew what happened in the aftermath, and he didn't have the energy then to talk about it. I don't think he's a bad person, Sanders says about kid, but mentally he kind of like brain fucked me a little. It was a lot of, I love you, kiss you on the cheek. Now it's all about money. Who cares about your mental health, your body breaking down? I'm happy I'm in a much better place now, he says. I'm sorry I had to go out the way I did. Because after that season, he never made it back to the NBA. Like, he was out of the league after that. Um, There's two more of them that I'm going to get into. Um, It says, one of the less dangerous but nonetheless unhinged parts to me, at least, was that the time that kid called out Giannis in front of the team for a mistake was proven wrong and then sat Giannis anyway. So it says on January one January game at Philadelphia, the Bucks messed up a defensive coverage. Kid thought Giannis had made the mistake. Giannis respectfully insisted that it wasn't his mistake. They went back and forth, but Giannis stood his ground diplomatically saying, Coach, I promise it wasn't me. Then at halftime, Kid pulled up the play on film. Show me, Kid said, confident he was right. But Kid was actually wrong. The film showed it wasn't Giannis's mistake. Kid still benched Giannis for the second half. The Bucks were blowing the 76ers out, so Kid didn't necessarily need to put Giannis back in. He was making a better, but I'm still the boss. Like that's crazy. And then there's just one more. So I said some comments from from former colleagues and players on and off the record about uh, Giannis. It says 
little things were made to be a big deal. Like two two seasons later, when center Thon Maker didn't have an iPhone, messing up the blue bubble iPhone group chat. And therefore, once showed up late for practice because he had missed a text about a time change. Kid was upset about it and made the team run because Kid felt that Maker not getting an iPhone was an example of the team not being united. Uh, Jason had a brilliant mind, says Nixon, the the Vellian. Bucks assistant trainer from 2014 to 16, but he kind of made you uncomfortable around him. When players go through it and it's uncomfortable, they say they like to say he's playing mind games with me, but it's not that, says Greg Foster, Bucks assistant coach from 2014 to 2018, now with the Pacers. He's trying to get you to do something you wouldn't normally do. That's coaching. Knight searches for the right words. I don't want to sound negative, he says. Knight explains some of kids' methods, such as how kid would embarrass the culprit of an error by making everyone but that player run sprints for he just had his way of getting his point across, Knight says. So that's all of the excerpts that I got from the book. Uh, react. Uh, <clears throat> Carter, you, Carter, you kick it off. Uh, punched that nigga in his mouth several times. Um, these niggas is weak. Ain't no way in hell a man's going to force you to do something that can kill you over a fucking game, especially like basketball. Um, Jason Kidd's a minister of society. I always ask niggas, what the fuck was the point of him being a coach? What does he do? Because he don't win shit. And this just proves that he's not fit to fucking even be in society damn there. Like, I don't care what may have happened in the future if he turned a new leaf or whatever, but it sounds like he a control freak, bro. He does not sound mentally stable. He don't sound okay. You make a fucking mistake with a player and he tell you, no, he show you and you're wrong and you want some spiteful shit, nigga. That's not a leader. Like, you you don't need to be in that position. Sorry, Jason Kidd, you're a bitch-ass nigga and Bucks. Let's see why it took you so long to win the championship. Y'all niggas, y'all need to speak the fuck up. Ain't no way in hell you could tell some niggas go get in the pool fucking run and these niggas can't swim you let a nigga that was like 7-1 that could probably break your fucking jaw if he wanted to break down and cry and run to the fucking hospital like what the fuck was going on over there that shit wild as hell but that's just me yeah uh kid with that hard coaching that's not he he was doing a little too much he was doing a little too much man there's certain things you can't be asking grown man to do honestly he had a young team so he probably thought that he can push them around and you know and try to toughen them up, but that's not how you do it. You you uh you, you making these grown you pushing them to a limit that they're not ready for and for no for no reason. <laughs> like for no reason. Like like you said with Larry Sanders, he he left the league. You you broke that nigga. You broke him. You broke him. You broke him and he left the whole title NBA and just said fuck it. And now he had a big three playing this shit. It's like I don't understand the uh, the mentality behind that. Um, you know, back in the day, they say it was tougher. That's that's how they used to talk to the players. But I don't get why players allowed that. Like Ricky said, I don't know why they allowed that in the first place. At, at the end of the day, I'm a man. I'm a basketball player, but I'm a man first. There's certain ways you're going to talk to me. There's certain, there's certain things you're going to ask me to do. Like, you're going to ask me like I'm a man. You're not about to demand this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and force me, try to force me to do something that I'm not comfortable with. So I think they should, they should, I believe they should have bugged back. But I understand that when you grow up with coaches and um, you have to listen to the authority figure and your sport, I understand you have to do that. But at at a point, as a man, you got to be like, come on, bro, like you're doing too much. We need to sit down and talk, and we got to stop this. I think. Kid going with a, uh, another team that got more vets because they're not gonna allow that. Vets not gonna allow that. He had a y'all. He had a lot of young players on that Milwaukee team. 
They they said uh, fucking Kevin Garnett almost broke his jaw one day when he was coaching with the Nets. I think something <laughs> happened at halftime, and they went in the back, and Jason Kidd tried to get crazy with him, and Paul Pierce said he had to just step back and watch because KG was going to swing on that nigga. They was about to get in it because he was trying to pull similar things like that. And that's crazy because when I read it, I thought they were just capping because, you know, KG is always like, he's mm-hmm. about to swing on it. Overdramatic. And shit yeah. Like that. yeah, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, Paul Pierce, nigga. Like, you always say some extra shit. So I don't believe it, but reading that shit and hearing this now, it's like, okay, they probably weren't kidding. And you're right. Once that happened with Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett nutted up on him pretty much. And that nigga, that nigga Jesse Kidd got the fuck up out of Brooklyn. So you're right. If it was some bad players, you would have pulled that shit and, you know, the right one. Right, gave different. The right one. That, but that's, that's wild, man. You can't do that. Like, bro, how do you tell this man... Hey, yo, fuck Christmas because y'all lost to the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, okay, nigga. Giannis didn't show up today, and I'm not showing up tomorrow, nigga. Get this nigga the fuck out of here. Like, this is my day, right? And, like, I've seen a lot of reactions yeah. to it. Like, what? And, like, people were saying that it's just tough coaching and pe- players these days are soft. And, like, I, I, I played basketball a lot. Our coach had us running nonstop, nigga. But it's a difference between running to be conditioned and torture, a completely different thing. Like, I'm not going to lie, there were practices where we came in and all we did, like, the shit made us tired. But it, he never, like, ran us or did no shit to the point where it was like, if you tired, you can't, like, go stand on the side. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you was if you was overworked, you couldn't, like, take a blow or no shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was never nothing like that. Like, this nigga, Jason Kidd, the, the shit he was doing was torture. I, like, if I can't swim and you making me get in the pool of water, that's psychological torture, bro. That is literally torture to me. Like, that's torture to me. Like, that's not normal to me. And like I said, uh, I don't know if I said it on here before we got got on here talking about this. It's a lot of black people in the community that never learned how to swim. And for y'all, for, for this nigga to make people who don't know how to swim, when you know how swimming is in the community... Like, that shit really, like, rubbed me the wrong way. And the shit that he did with the Larry Sanders was just unacceptable. So where you, like, you psychologically poking at this nigga until he breaks completely to where he don't even try to attempt to get back in the league. Like, that's crazy, bro. That's just fucking crazy, bro. That's crazy. And Nod makes a lot of sense why it took him so long to get another job. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't even, like, if if it wasn't for Luka Doncic, he probably wouldn't have got that job. I'm sorry, man. It sounded like all that nigga was about to do was take a handful of rice, throw it on the floor, and be like, kneel down, motherfucker. Take these phone books and hold them over your arm. Like, that nigga was wilding. Like, I'm sorry. You lose a basketball game. I get it. You don't want to lose and all that, but fuck your family, nigga. You coming in and you're going to hop in this pool and all this other yeah. shit? Nah, nigga. We going to have to square up. Like, that's wild. And not to be funny, hearing Giannis's story now of him having to, like, fucking stand on the street corner and sell fucking CDs with the whole damn family and all this shit... I get why you're going to get taken advantage of and do all the stupid shit because you're like, oh, I got to do it for my family. And that's fucked up because I'm pretty sure he knew all that backstory before because he had that personal relationship. So you took advantage of this kid. That's fucked up, bro. Like, that nigga's a piece of shit. Like, it sounds like his like, wife was like, probably like, like, but like you I'm said, Cardo, the kids I'm not or some cu- shit. Like, I'm not trying to cut you off, but like you said, Cardo, that's the <clears> same for almost in that situation it's like you come in and like Darius said a little bit earlier they were young so you coming into a league and you're trying to make it in the league and like you know make a life for your family and this is like the roadblock to that 
It's like the the person who's supposed to help you be successful is like the like the roadblock to you having stand. That shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. Because Patrulla, ain't no goddamn younger when them niggas is in there, and that nigga looked like Frankenstein. Well, this was a long, this was a long, that was a long time ago. I think, I think when it was happening, I think they said like Larry Sanders was like maybe like twenty four years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like you know they they were they were younger to be to be fair, and then it's like it's not like it's just some average ass coach. Like this is Jason Kidd. Like you know what I'm saying, he just coming, he's coming off a, a Hall of Fame career. Uh, this is first coaching gig. It's like Jason Kidd. First ballot future Hall of Famer, and he your coach. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just tough, man. I, I understand some people saying that like you you can't let people walk over you, but I can also understand like being in like a a, a position of where you like uh like you you working you under underneath somebody. You're like uh it puts you in a weird an awkward spot to where like you know I don't know, man. I, but also I feel like that nigga should have got reported. Bro, they should have. You was talking, Darius. You was talking about going to HR for Ricky. Them niggas should have went to HR. That's who should have went to Bruh, HR. I've cursed out bosses for far less than get in the swimming pool. So I ain't trying to hear all that shit. I've had bosses on the catch me on the wrong day. Talk about, hey man, can you take the trash off? No motherfucker, I'm not the janitor. I ain't checking the trash <laughs> off. That ain't no my goddamn pancreas. Somebody, you take out your own trash. Take that to HR. So can you imagine a nigga trying to tell me to hop in a pool and I can't swim? Nigga, you want a box bare knuckle or like you want to you want to dip your hands in some glass and we go to the parking lot? Like I'm, bro, I can't understand it. Like, and I know you niggas have cursed out niggas for less of the job. You damn self. So I can't imagine you telling me to do something that, like getting a swimming pool, bro. That's 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 ludicrous, bro. That's wild as fuck to me. Jason Kidd need to that that nigga need to get put out the NBA. Now, I'm not usually one of them niggas. I'm second chance, but nigga, you was wilding. You was like super wilding. That's crazy. Yeah, and I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, I, was but... about to ask you, I was about to ask you that, uh, Darius. What you think about like that? <clears throat> need to get put out the league and shit. No, nah, I, I feel exactly what Ricky's saying, but it's like. You got to think like the uh, the caliber of uh, player like Jason Kidd was. A lot of them dudes probably look up to him. That's probably why they ain't bucked back because they 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 look up to him and they seen him do it. He was just coming off a ring too, and like we seen we seen him do it. So maybe we, we got to listen to him to to be able to make it in this league. So they everybody looking at him like, oh, okay, this is the benchmark. He's our coach, and he's done it. You know, so so they probably blindly following him, not thinking that this is not normal because a lot of them players they they probably was their first coach or, or their second coach, and they probably not you know they first <coughs> NBA coach. So they probably thinking this is the norm. They probably don't know no better. Most of the players on that team, because a lot of them players was young, so they probably didn't know no better. They thinking this is the norm, so they just accepting it. They think, oh, this is how we supposed to. We got to fight through it, not knowing that like- he treating y'all like shit this whole time. <laughs> this was like 10 years ago, right? Because Zaza Pachuli is the same age as me. He's 37. So 10 years ago, that nigga was 27. That nigga ain't no little boy no more. You ain't finna be telling me no crazy shit like that. You've been in the NBA long enough to know what's right from wrong. But he, he's not like a kid. prominent player. He's nobody who can no Bruh, stick his chest out. No, I'm, t- I'm talking about Jason Key. I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about as a man. I don't give a fuck well, if yeah, it was true, Michael true, Jordan. True, 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 I don't give a fuck if it was Michael Jordan, true. to be honest. Steve Kerr told Michael Jordan to suck my dick and swung. So I'm not trying <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> so other motherfuckers suck my dick and swung. I'm not trying to hear that age thing. That's just you you know right from wrong. Jason Kidd, 
I'm sorry, man. Giannis is like six. Giannis was physically imposing on him back when he was like 17. That nigga was like six <laughs> nine, two hundred ten. Like Jason Kidd, if you don't get the fuck out of here, Dirk got you your ring. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Don't play with me. <laughs> you you got a ring, nigga. I will I'll drop you on your little ball head, nigga. You got me. Oh man, I feel so bad for them. I hate bullies, bro. And that nigga's like that. That was bullying. Actually, that was beyond bullying. Nigga. Yeah, that, that's not like me. It's not like bullying. Dreams and, that's like fuck my that that Larry Sanders said fuck my dreams my aspiration and my family needing this money I quit you know how bad that is like you had this shit bro like <laughs> I don't even want this shit you can't have this and this nigga had to go to the hospital because his body gave he said my body felt like jelly and gave out that nigga was physically fit bro Larry Sanders there was nothing wrong with him that that's for real crazy. he was just shaking like a motherfucker. <laughs> Larry Sanders was nice as hell, bro. That nigga used to block shots. Especially crazy, on defense. Bro. On defense that nigga used to block nice. shots. He used to block everything, bro. To think that, like, he really got ran out the fucking league by Jason Kidd. Like, that's – it make me – you know what that should make me think about? That should make me think about some of the, the horror stories. What's homie name that was beefing with uh, Steven Jackson and, and Matt Barnes? Oh, the, the, the number one pick. Say. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Um, that should make me think about all of the stuff that Kwame Brown said. Well, like fucking working out, doing a full workout, working into a sweat before a game, and then he get in the game and he fucking tired already because he did a like a full, like a full fledged workout before a game start. Not like a light workout where you just going through your shit. Like making this man go through a full hard workout and then he have to play in the game and he get tired of shit. Or like some of the shit that he went through and he talks about that really makes me believe that like. They can really break these players psychologically. Like you can break them psychologically and have them like lose all belief in themselves. Because that's when that's when you really ain't shit no more as a player. When you don't have that belief in yourself no more, that you are who you are, it's over with. It's over with. So like, um, I've seen people say that Ben Simmons needs to get a sports like get with a sports psychologist because this time he's probably going through a lot mentally. Um, and I hope Dennis Schroeder, for what it's worth, I hope Dennis Schroeder is cool. And I hope Vic Oladipo is cool, man, because fucking up them bags ain't easy, bro. That's probably, like, psychologically fucking them niggas up also. I'll tell you this. This whole tune would change if we heard that Steve Kerr was doing this shit because he's white. If we're being 100% honest, this whole tune would change. I think just because Jason Kidd's, like, black and the nigga got a name on him for doing stuff and people want to respect them. That's why some people are turning cheeks. But I guarantee you, if like, what was the dude's name that used to have beef with Carmelo that came out that was talking shit about Carmelo? George Cole. If we found out he did that shit right now and he tried to get coached, he'd cancel that nigga. Get him the fuck out of here. It wouldn't even be none of that. If Jordan did some of this shit, they let it fly. Like, that whole name and statue shit, that shit cool and all, but people got to let that shit go, bro. Wrong is fucking wrong. He 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 broke that kid, dude. Like, that kid could have had a lot more money, been more successful. He could have helped somebody get a ring, something. Now this nigga playing the big three, bro. Because this nigga was being a dickhead. That's fucked up. I think that nigga should really get kicked out. Like, I'm usually not the one to be like, kick somebody out. Everybody should get a redemption. But that nigga was fucking wild, bro. Like, if he did that to these boys, what the fuck you think he doing to his family? Like, no, no bullshit. It's funny that you mention that. When he got hired as the coach of the Mavericks, those stories leaked <laughs> about uh, him with that... Those- those that abuse stuff that happened with his wife, and he he was found guilty of that shit. Like that wasn't no shit that like he uh, you know like the Ch- the Chauncey Billups shit. What Chauncey Billups was actually kind of like 
not tried for that shit because they didn't have the evidence. Like Jason Kidd actually copped to that shit, if I'm not mistaken. Because when these stories came out, that's what a lot of people were saying. Like, you know, this is just proof of who that nigga is, you know? Oh, see, I didn't even know none of that shit. That just, I'm not sure. Are you familiar with that? Are I'm you familiar really with that, Darius? Nah, I wasn't. I'm going to find a story real quick. Uh, y'all, y'all keep going. That That's wild, bro. Like, like, yeah, even Giannis, my kid, if, I, like, I don't even know if he spoke to his parents about that. I'm pretty sure some of this shit, he just set up just trying to do the best he can for them. But mm-hmm. my son come home and tell me some shit like that. Yo, the coach did something. I don't care if my son 20 or some shit. Me and that coach be throwing ass in the, in the parking lot, <laughs> bro. Like, so man, so I, got, I got it. I got it. It says Jason Kidd pleaded guilty to assaulting his ex-wife in 2001. Yep. Oh, you should have got this job. I'm you sorry, know what? It, it do have... That do sound familiar because I remember it was a big story around the time they went to the finals. And when uh, he took the Nets to the finals, the first year, I think that was like 01, 02. I, I do remember that was a big story back then. Yeah. Because they used to make wow. a big thing because, you know, when he shoot his free throws, he like blow a kiss. And they, they used to say that's his wife and his kids. And they used to make a big story about that after he had the assault charge. My nigga was giving them the kiss of death like Jada. <laughs> <laughs> If you look at his kids shoot free throws, he always like blow a kiss. And they was, and they was talking about that, like, yeah, he's blowing to kiss his wife, but uh he was just charged with assaults. You know what I'm saying? You know how the media do. My nigga was like, kiss your boo-boos, goodbye, bitch. Get that kid. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that nigga's crazy. Nah, Jason Kidd crazy. Jason Kidd out there doing all this shit. I'm not the one out there like fucking beating my fucking wife and Trying to drown kids and shit. This nigga sound like an anime villain. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get this ring, we're going to drown you. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> you sound like nigga skeletal or something. Yeah, right, nigga. Y'all, y'all pay for this, Giannis. Yeah, Everybody right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit, wow. Like, dang. Like, seriously, how would you feel? Your kid come home and tell you, like, no, didn't. You know what? That actually happened out here at one of the schools. One of the coaches was wilding out, and he tried to make the kids get in the pool, and some of the kids almost got hurt. It's a uh, it's a story that happened out here in Alaska, maybe like last year or the year before, and it was a big deal. And that nigga got arrested and all sorts of shit. So like, I'm surprised that shit didn't happen to that nigga. Like, I would. Oh man, I can't take it serious when people are saying he's a great locker room person and all the players love him. Nigga, I would not love a nigga who did some shit like that to me, bro. I don't know about y'all. Jared Dudley was definitely not no goddamn youngin' back then, so I don't know, man. Those niggas sound like they're pussy to me. They're probably <laughs> one of like <laughs> like dead ass. Like I they can feel however they want if they ever hear this and it's resurface. Y'all sound like some pussies to me. Like you call them niggas wet vaginas. <laughs> bro, <laughs> I'm calling them niggas straight pussy. All I gotta do is bring out a swimming pool and them niggas gonna leave me alone. But like, nigga, hop in and square up, nigga. They be like, oh no, right. I can't swim. Like that, that shit. Wow. Like the youngins, youngins in there. I get it, but there was some vets and some grown ass men in the locker room that should have been like, "Yo, you're not doing this to these kids. Y'all lost." Like you mind. bugging, <laughs> like you gotta relax. <laughs> you bugging the fuck home, Giannis. Go home. This shit ain't right. We gonna talk to some people. Like that. that that's just wrong, bro. See, see, the I'm Heat sorry. paid niggas like you don't have them just for that, Joe. That's his job. Like, well, hold on, you bugging. Like you gotta. <laughs> yeah, nigga, your job isn't to tell me we're coming in on Christmas. Fuck you, nigga. I gotta tell one of these white people, hey guys, he's trying to make us come to Christmas. I'll be like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not on Saint Nick's Day. You lost your mind, Jason. 
get your kids and get the fuck out. Like, dead ass. Like, that's, that's wild, but I digress. Y'all niggas some pussy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Is you gonna let another grown man tell you some shit like that? Fuck you! You're not coming in on Christmas. You don't. You lost to the Hornets. Come in on Christmas, nigga. Swim. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, if I work, if I, if I, if I work the normal job and I needed my job, um, well, I'm gonna be yep. no. Let's 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 be let's be fair. Let's be fair first. Yep. This ain't like this ain't this is actually different because even in uh, um with a real job, if you if you put in your your days your off days and it's already in the system. They're gonna make you come work when you already got your off days. They can't do you nothing. Like they can't make you come in on your on the days that you took off if you already requested them and they were granted. Oh, they can they try. Can't. They can try, but they can't. I'm hitting job. Of course, but legally they cannot do that. Legally, you are in good standing. They cannot do that. So actually, like the 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 the, the NBA players had a, a even better leg to stand on. Then they like you know well not I won't say better leg to stand on, but they had a good leg to stand on. Like nigga. I'm rich. I'm not well, I'm not rich, but I'm rich enough to where like you ain't you're not gonna be making me do this shit because you mad that we lost a fucking basketball game. Like nigga, like at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, we this the job. We we come in here to play this shit to win games, but at the end of the day, like nigga, it's a it's a job. And once the once the work is done, I get to go home, especially when I'm off. Like like niggas, niggas uh, applaud the Kobe's of the world and some of these different players. For overdoing it, for overdoing it, like working in excess, but that's everyone to be great. Everybody don't have. What I was just about to say, then they label you as someone who don't want it. But that's see, this. There's a there's there's a there's a you don't work hard enough. You don't want it. But there's a difference though, right there. It's like you can not work in excess and still be great. I am a thousand percent sure. I'm a thousand percent sure that there are some like professional athletes that have gained like great success and they didn't push themselves to the same limits as some, because some players are not as talented as other players. So they have to exert themselves to get the most out of them. Then some of these other guys who are naturally like Shaquille O'Neal is a a, a Shaquille O'Neal never worked extremely hard throughout the, the entire season to stay in shape to to make sure that he dominated his full abilities all the time. Everybody don't got to do all, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to do all that to be great. So, like, you, you don't got to do that shit. You don't have well, to sacrifice, you don't have to sacrifice holiday, especially when you had the holiday off. It's not like the niggas was playing on Christmas. That's completely, that's completely different. Not like the niggas was playing on Christmas. The niggas was off. So, Nah, I'm not going for that. Nigga not about to make me... I know how to swim. I learned how to swim when I was probably like six, seven, eight years old, some shit like that. I know how to swim. But if I ain't know how to swim, nigga not making me swim. And like, bro, I'm... Niggas just gonna call me a snitch. I'm snitching on Jason Kidd, my nigga. It would have been... It would have been a a big-ass scandal. Yo, this nigga in here trying to kill us. He got a swimming. I can't swim. I drown. Like, nigga, yeah... He got me. And, hey, 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 Darius. And I'm going. And I'm going. I'm going. Make sure. Make sure that this shit go all the way to 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 the furthest extent to make sure they care about it. And he touched me on my ass, and I ain't like it. <laughs> that nigga tripping, bro. He'll go, go to the extreme, but like, fuck it. Listen we, listen, we gotta make sure. I can't believe this shit. Like, this shit just make me not like this nigga even more. Like. I always didn't like him only because I was like, what's the hype of him? What he's done? And everybody tried to put him on this pedestal. And he hasn't done shit as a coach. Let's be real. He has a losing record the whole nine. He 
Yeah, as a coach, as a coach, he shouldn't be put on the pedestal. No, you're right. You're 100 percent correct. He should not. Not as a coach. As a player, yes. Cool. As a player, cool. But we talk about him as a coach. Everybody, he deserves a coaching job. He, no, nigga, what has he done to deserve? Yeah, a people was bugging. I, I agree with you. I, I totally agree. And and then now hearing this shit is like, oh no, nigga, you're crazy. Yeah, have you lost your fucking mind? Oh, nigga, you don't have an Apple iPhone, so. So that was crazy. Make you that was crazy. Yeah, he, he was bugging. That nigga bugged out on. That nigga bugged out on. Now, now you think about it. Why did Tom Naker not be successful in the NBA, bro? Like that nigga had Jason Kidd as you. You really gotta like hone in on some of the people that oh, came Jack up Mayo? under. A lot of people, under, bro. Came up under. Uh, came up under Jason Kidd. Got drafted throughout that tenure. He fucked up a lot of people, bro. You can really think about that shit. He fucked. He probably fucked up a lot. Larry Sanders gone. Giannis. Giannis made it through. Giannis made it through because I guess. Kid and Giannis. Was, and Giannis gave props to Kid, and I think this was saving him. But this shit. Well, why is this shit in this book? That's the thing. I don't know because Giannis always gave Kid the utmost respect. Because remember, he was fighting for Kid not to get fired. That's true. Well, that nigga because... got a ring and shit now. He was probably scared for his fucking life. He was probably threatening his little brother. I got your brother in the closet, nigga. <laughs> kill him if you don't say this. Like, I don't know what he was doing. All right, man. Uh, let's, do, let's, let's get into some quick hitters real fast. Uh, Brittany Renner and P.J. Washington. Have y'all been paying attention to what's been happening with that situation? People are basically saying that she trapped him, had a baby bomb, and divorced him um, like, like right after she gave birth. Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think though. I don't ever think they were actually married. And the account that kind, the account that circulated that story had a hundred followers, and people just took it like it was news with no fucking source on the, tw- the tweet or nothing. It was just a tweet that somebody made that went viral. So, uh, react. Oh, like you telling me what to do, nigga? Nigga said react. Oh, like, like I'm a science project or some shit. Bro, I just told you I got authority issues, especially with Jason Kidd, and you keep demanding me. But if, if I tell oh, you, go ahead. if I tell you to do whatever you want to do, you're gonna be like, I don't like you telling me I can do whatever I want to do. Well, I know I can do what I want to do, so don't be telling me what to do. <laughs> Politely ask, so hey, what's your thoughts? You keep you keep making fuck, me demand. Fuck, fuck your thoughts, nigga. There's, okay. You got, you have you want to say? You got anything you want to say? For I, I fucking say. <laughs> no. But... <laughs> I forget what the fuck you was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga high out of his mind. He didn't even smoke nothing. Oh, shit. My life is in shambles, nigga. I get to be high, nigga. What the fuck you talking about? Brittany Renner and PJ Walker. Oh, 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 okay. That's what it was. Okay. Um, When it comes to that, I think she she just caught the young boy slipping, man. I don't think they was ever married to. Her. I agree with you on. I don't think they was ever married. But uh, did she trap him? Do I believe? I believe that she did. I don't know for sure. But listening to what she what she used to say and uh, things that came out of her mouth and her having a baby with this young man, but he's so young, it seemed like she trapped him. And but I don't think they was ever married. But he's going to have to pay her child. The matter, yeah, I mean, they lied. They lied about that two hundred thousand dollars shit. Like, come on. Yeah, I, that's why I said no matter what the dollar amount is, because I don't think that's the case either. But uh, whatever the dollar amount is, he's gonna have to pay her child support. True, so that's the kid. And you can tell by the way he speaks on Twitter that that shit hurt him. Uh, PJ, you should have tucked her. 
PJ, you should have ducked there. Kelly Kaepernick told you the blueprint, bitch, fly yourself out. Nope, you didn't listen. You wanted to, you wanted to get up in the pussy and not pull out. I don't feel bad for you. Nigga, you better start getting your free throw percent up because you got a lot of money to pay, nigga. You got 18 years of that shit. The game going to be the game, and it is what it is. He was a kid, though, Ricky, man. Hey, man, you should have been a kid and beat off in the bathroom, nigga. You fell into some pussy. You got to pay $200. I'm going to be honest, though. And I, I put a poll up on, on Twitter asking people, and the results of the, the tweet was like like 75 to 20 or 75-something. Like seventy something to twenty, maybe eighty to twenty or something like that. I asked people. I said, "Fellas, be honest. Would y'all, uh, uh, would y'all have got trapped by Brittany Renner too? Like, you know, you're eighteen years old, and like a a, a, a very attractive woman like that is pursuing you or whatever, what have you, allowing you to pursue her and allowing you to really fall in with her like that. Would you have got trapped too? I'm gonna keep it a stack. Eighteen years old, like one of the, you know what I mean?" Nah, listen. She probably would have got me too. She probably would have got me too. Bitch wasn't catching me at eighteen. I had too many friends with kids already. And I was like, Nigga, <laughs> I can't, I can't buy the Air Force ones because I gotta feed this little bastard. Fuck that. Nope. I would have had my money out of it, beaten off in the fucking corner happily. Like, <laughs> fuck you, Brittany, you ain't getting shit. Dad, Dad, I, what you think? You think I ain't gonna lie. Me at me at eighteen, she probably had twins. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, I'm keeping the big with you. Like, I'd, I'd have been the same dumb nigga. I'd have been the dumb, just like you talk about PJ. I'd have been sitting like, fuck. Boy, I gotta work hard. I gotta do these Jason <laughs> T drills, man. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta keep my buddy up. And I probably wouldn't have been trying to fuck her because she done fucked everybody. I'm good on that, nigga. You been with Lil Uzi. You done been with Cat. You done been all over the block, nigga. I'm good. All them niggas are smart enough not to... Why they... You gotta gotta think, but he... uh, But you gotta think he was 18, though, bro. I don't... I don't give a fuck, bro. She been around... You don't remember Cat and the Kaepernick? She's 30. She's 30. She's 30. That bitch was a cougar. Uh Uh-uh. She played... Yeah, she was like 27. He was like 18. That's sad. I'm sorry, man. That's like that's got to. She preyed on that little nigga. <laughs> that's statutory rape, as far as I'm concerned, nigga. They're like that nigga Ricky. Hey, 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 Darius, I said the age that nigga Ricky said. Oh hell nah. <laughs> uh, like I'm saying, she was fucking around with little Uzi and Kaepernick, and now like a long time ago. So she got to be around. Yeah, I, I remember yeah, the Kaepernick yeah. story. Because Cap, Cap, they got all the ages right here. Cap is 33, uh, and little Uzi is 26. So like you know, that's more in the the correct age range. That bitch got me fucked up. Mm-mm, nope. I'm sorry, bro. Not to be funny, I would have been like 18 or whatever, and I wouldn't even been paying on mine because knowing my dumb ass, I would have still been trying to impress that little, that little, um, that little, what that bitch call? Um, that little hood rat around the corner. Like, hey, little hood rat, I got some money now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's, it's such a, it's such a different world today, Cardo, where like you could go on Instagram and literally have like all of the women on the app. Especially, you got money. You're in the NBA. You got all the women on the app at the at the tip of your finger. All you gotta do is send a message and they reply. Damn, cause I, I know you, Lil Uzi fucked her. I'm not trying to fuck. I'm not trying to be Lil Uzi's Eskimo brother. Like real what? shit. Like that nigga well, got a diamond on his forehead. You gotta well, think, you, you gotta think it's an 18 year old though, man. You know you hottest. You horny to the motherfucker. Nigga, you trying to I fuck anything moving? When I was 18, nigga. When I was 18, nigga, boy. 
Trust you me, there was plenty of times I was like, nope, because I was really scared of having kids, nigga. I can't take care of myself. I had way too many friends who walked around with water holes, dick, just impregnating bitches, and them niggas was miserable. <laughs> I never wanted that. Nigga, that was like when I was 16, bro, so I really don't think I would have. I would have probably been like, AG, what's that nigga's name? AC Green, nigga? AC Green, he ain't gonna put you like 40, like. That nigga had a long career. <laughs> like, all, right. all right, getting into another uh, quick hitter real fast. Uh, there's a one-armed basketball player who's like a viral sensation. Uh, his name is Hanso Emmanuel Donato Dominguez, and he earned a D1 scholarship offer. Uh, so I, I don't know if y'all been seeing it or not, but uh, I think it's Ball is Life. Uh, they post clips, and he's he's really, really athletic. Like He's like a high flyer, dunking and shit. Um and I just thought it was dope that he earned a scholarship. Are y'all familiar with uh, this kid? He's like the black yes. kid. Yes. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to mention that. Any any reactions at all? Um, salute to him, man. I always said, man, that young boy is very talented. He's very very talented, and I'm glad that the D1 school reached out to him because I believe that he's a D level. Talent, D level, uh, D one level D1, talent. Yeah, I believe that's what he is, and I'm I'm glad somebody reached out to him and gave him an offer because he deserved it, man. Because that boy is super nice, super nice with one hand and like super nice. So salute to him, man. Uh, I, Carter, Carter, uh, you react. I, I got another kind of point I wanted to make after you go. Um, congrats to him. I'm not shocked. Uh, Shaquille Griffin. Okay, continue. Well, he don't have no arm. Like Shaquille Griffin, at least Shaquille Griffin got the arm. He just don't have a hand. This dude nigga, don't have the he arm. He played defense with a nub. You cannot. Catch but he got a nub, nub though. Shorty, he got a he nub. Got a this nub. dude don't even got the arm at all. His whole shit. Is I know he shoot threes. He has like a little nub, like around like the. Yeah, the it's small. Than, yeah, I know you said yeah, that but shit, it is small. That, that shit damn near at like where the shoulder at, nigga. That shit all the way. Bro, I've I've watched him play. He shoot threes and all that. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm not shocked that he made it hey, because he's skilled. I was about to say some dumb shit. I'm just going to move on. <laughs> Fuck it. I was about to say no, some stuff. No, like you can do with me. No, I'm saying. I, I was about to say some stuff. I was about to, like, no, I'm good, Dad. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm not shocked that he made it there because he's skilled. Like, congrats. Like, Shaquille Griffith made it, too. Like, I'm not shocked at that at all. When he first started popping up all over the internet, like, six months ago, we used to post him in 750, and it was like, yo, dude can ball. I wonder how far he's going to take. Now, the part that sucks is, Oh, that's what, what I wonder. What happens when it comes to draft time? On draft time, are they going to cut him a deal, or is niggas going to get to reality and be like, "Well, you know." Well, I don't think he's an NBA <laughs> player because he don't have two arms. You can't play. Yeah, you can't play NBA basketball with two arms. But I think, think Shorty would be an NBA player if he had two arms. I, I, I Shaquille Griffin's in the NFL, and that nigga got one arm. It's different though, bro. Like got, they can play him in one hand. Like, they, <laughs> like nigga, he I mean, be playing. He football, be playing so look, football, 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 and basketball are different. Shaquille Griffin got the got the nub. He just missing the hand, so that's different. I feel like if Shaquille Griffin catch? if Shaquille Griffin didn't have a whole other arm, he wouldn't have made it in the NFL. But uh, football and basketball is different. In basketball, you got to dribble. You got to be able to dribble with both hands. If you can't make plays with the other hand, it's like it's pretty much impossible for you to be effective on the court. Exactly. But the question the question that I wanted to ask was, could he be successful in soccer? Because in soccer, you don't use your hands. Nigga, is he playing soccer? What the fuck is you asking me about soccer for? And this oh nigga playing basketball. Oh what the God. fuck is wrong with you? Oh, that, that, that was wrong, Dave. Like, for real, bro. This nigga 
Like, I wasn't even, that wasn't even my joke. I, like, I was like legitimately. I know asking, you were joking. I ain't not a soccer you. nigga. I was just asking, could this nigga be successful? I'm a soccer nigga. You think I'll be out here? Olé and all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, Nick, soccer. nigga, you, t- you told me you'd be chilling with a nigga named Guadalupe. I ain't never known that nigga named Guadalupe. Nigga, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> my nigga asked this the one. He was like, hey, he's got one arm, guys. You think he'd be good at soccer? <laughs> 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 he ain't got to use his arms. You get it? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Devin, that nigga said I put his mustache on when I asked the question. Like, what the fuck? My nigga is wildin'. That nigga might as well ask him, you know, could the nigga be a fencer? Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> nigga, y'all really didn't ask. Wow. Wow. This nigga got hoop dreams, and he told that nigga, go play soccer. This nigga damn got colonizer in his blood. <laughs> go play soccer. Okay, so it says that the prosecutors are trying to uh, revoke Tory Lanez's bail. It says that uh, he violated an order of protection that was put in place between him and Meg Thee Stallion, and he violated that by performing at a festival. I forget which festival. Let me look. Lollapalooza. Oh, it might. It may have been. No, Rolling Loud, right? Rolling Loud. Oh, Rolling Loud. So, uh, just kind of wanted to get some reactions to that. Real quick. <laughs> Isn't that what you do when you get shot? You roll. Fact. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. Wait, I'm confused. What did what did Ricky say? Did Ricky he say? said, "Ain't that what you do when you get shot? Roll loud." <laughs> wow! 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 With the one arm wow. man smoking loud. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man! Body, oh man! Yeah, <laughs> I uh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what happened <laughs> what happened in wrestling you still watch wrestling that nigga said that nigga <laughs> <laughs> did, did you miss that did you miss it did you miss it <laughs> nigga said, that nigga said body that nigga said body Oh shit! Uh, but go ahead, Daz. You you had some comments you wanted to make. Uh, yeah, about that. Uh, it, that that's how training orders go. So if uh if that was to the order, he had to stay at a certain distance, and he and he uh went closer to her than what was in that order. His bail could be revoked, and he had to sit in jail. So we we'll see how that goes. He get he got enough money where he they probably gonna try to clear that out. But the prosecution has the case because they got proof that he what was proof in the that they got? Just the, uh, the tape of the show. He he the was tape? in the same he was in the same arena as her. No 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 the 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 rolling loud thing is a huge thing. It's outdoor. So now they're gonna have to prove that he was within a hundred feet of her when he performed. And that's I'm kinda, thinking. I'm proof, thinking. Man. I'm thinking for the prosecution to go to the court with this. They have some type of footage that he was close enough. I'm thinking they have that, but they don't even come to the court. That's what I'm thinking. Life, I don't know for sure. Life, life come at you fast. It was just like probably like 24 to 48 hours ago. Well, I was seeing people asking questions about did he even like shoot her because of how freely he's been moving around and 
But, there you but, go. They, they answer that shit quick, nigga. But but to me, they tell me. But to me, they tell me people don't know about how the uh, how the the courtrooms work. People with money like them, this shit is gonna go on for maybe two or three years, bro. Like when you have that type of money, they they keep pushing the case back. They gonna keep pushing the back, keep pushing the back, keep pushing the back. But if they revoke his bond, this case gonna go way faster because his lawyers gonna be like, okay. He's, he's gonna want to. He's gonna want to have it happen yes. as soon as possible. He's gonna want to have it as soon as possible. If it's bail revoked, this case yeah. gonna happen fast. Does <laughs> he want to get out? He want to be able to say, "Okay, I got a certain time, or I'm getting out of jail." Like, but he want a re- resolution so the process can start as quick as possible. Exactly, you're right. Um, um, I mean, we haven't talked about Tory in a minute on here. Uh, did y'all hear Tory Lanez uh, put his whole foot in Cassidy's ass? Yeah, well, it's, it's Cassidy. At this point, Cassidy just a punching bag. <laughs> I mean, that's not what you were saying last that... battle. You said oh, he was wow. like five thousand and three. Oh wow! Right? Wow. Hey, wow. he five thousand and four and oh. I'm telling that's battle. It's different between battle rapping on wax. On wax, he a punching bag. He, he stand he face to face with Cass, nigga. He'll lose. <laughs> Ain't no difference. It's a difference, man. It's different. It's different. See, acapella and on track. So why he just don't acapella and like record it? You gotta ask Cassidy that. I don't know. That nigga kicked his ass with a Philly style. He, he you know, he mimicked weak male and destroyed that nigga. Like he can't. Right. I don't I don't get it. Like that nigga, that nigga told him, wasn't you in the, the hotel with R. Kelly? I think Cass probably snitched on him. Cass was like, I seen that nigga next to you, man. And Ron allows. That nigga said shit. He got killed. That nigga said, that nigga said, you was in them hotels with Kells, we should flame you. That shit was hard. He he fucked that nigga up. And I'm keeping so it honey. I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it honey with y'all. I didn't hear Tory this, but I heard Cassie's and I knew Tory won. Oh, you you let me let me play, let me play you a little bit. <laughs> I ain't gotta hear it. No, I heard Cassie's Tory won. I want to listen to it. Listen, listen. I don't want to hear listen. it. What about me? This is like I'm being a victim here. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> No, but I'm saying they ain't got to play it. I already know Tory won because I heard Cassidy shit, so I know it's, Tory. It, it's just he didn't even give him the whole song. He only gave him like a cool twelve bars. He even had to give him twelve. He could have gave him six. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he gave him. It was like four bars. The rest of That's all he needed. I heard Cat Ka- shit was ass, bro. That shit was terrible. That nigga, that nigga told him was in them hotels with our cows. We should flame you up. Did, did you see me? Did you see me and Tori just got into it? I saw that too. It was kind of, it was a little passive aggressive, to be honest. You could tell that's like two people that actually have a relationship with each other. That's not trying to go as far as they want to. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of. Well, like, well, well like, the last statement, he kind of took it there. What did he say? Because the last thing I saw was like, you know, I don't fuck with you right now, but like, <clears throat> right, the right now kind of implied that like. I'm probably gonna be fucking with you in the future, so just leave me alone for now. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but he pretty much told Tori, like, you know I don't fuck with you, so we ain't playing like that. Like, 
But he said right now though. Like he's like, you know, I'm not me and you on good terms right now. Like if I said right now, he didn't say that. That was that kind of that kind of means that like, like you know, just leave me the fuck alone for now. We're gonna be cool in the future. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I took that. Okay, I I I can understand that. But that's why I didn't even write it. He like, you know, I don't fuck with you. So stop playing on me like that. That's what I saw I saw I saw it early and I was. Should I should I put this on the docket? But then I I looked at it, it was like kind of catty. It wasn't really nothing too serious. So I was like, yeah, this is like us like like trying to like like really find a topic that like you know something something salacious. True, bro. Mika get his ass killed too. Tori ain't lost the battle since that nigga decided he was gonna rap. Let's just keep it a buck. Mika get his ass flamed too. We saw what he tried to do with Drake, and Drake is a rapping singing nigga. And what is Tori Lance? Oh my god. He's a rapper, singing nigga. So and where's yeah, he from? Yeah. Canada. Oh, where yeah. he from? <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. That oh shit, y'all really going there? Yeah, Tory. just as talented as Drake. So like, let's not do that. Me. That song hard as fuck too. But you know, it, hell yeah, and it. he went over that Aesop Rocky uh, Ghetto Symphony, nigga. That, that whole song is hard. So yeah, I'll that nigga Cassidy that. put a whole diss record out trying to chase that shade room shit and got his ass smoked. That's crazy because all I saw on my timeline when Tori put that shit out was, damn, he, he smoked Cass quick. <laughs> he did, man. Cass, <laughs> man. Cass, I wish Cass would stop, bro. Like, like stop, my nigga. <laughs> damn. Quick. Okay, so uh, moving on a little bit. Uh, Nikki uh, Minaj and her husband are getting sued by his rape accuser. Um, I don't really know much about this one, like the backstory and shit like that, but I'm assuming because they're married, she. I, I know, so, I know some about it. Um, I seen a video of this young lady maybe like last year, where she was speaking on that she was being harassed mm-hmm. by uh, Nikki and her people. She yeah. said Nikki, she said Nikki, and her uh, people offer her five hundred thousand to say that she lied about his him raping her and she turned it down and now that she turned it down she started her and her family were getting threatened the phone calls saying they was going to kill them if they didn't uh if she didn't recant her story and switch it and say that it wasn't and she said after that they started coming they kept coming with money and they started sending lawyers to her door to intimidate her and eventually she had moved from where she stayed at and she said she was a fear of her life. I heard this like last year, and I was wondering why people didn't really pick up on it. But I see now that she she fought on lawsuit um, for her mental distress and her having to move out of her homes out of fear of Nicki Minaj and her people. I'm not shocked. Uh, Nicki has a history of fucking with pedophiles. Her brother Takashi sixty nine, the husband. All these niggas be doing some super, super nasty shit. Uh, you are your company. I'm a firm believer of that. Uh, so I'm not shocked. Get your nasty ass together. Do what you need to do. Certified lover boy, that's even got a whole different meaning. Drake got a little bit of accusations of him fucking with younger girls too and doing shit. So, I mean, it is what it is. I, 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 uh, I think what happened there is, just to be honest with you, is... It's for somehow Nikki got back in the good graces of the media, and people just didn't seem like they wanted to cover that that shit. Cause I was seeing the stories, but it yeah. never became a big story. Like nobody major actually like 
reported on it for real, for real. So it was kind of, kind of one of those ones where it's like you saw it, but nobody actually like entertained it for real. But yeah, it says on here, it says rapper Nicki Minaj and her husband, Kenny Petty, are being sued by a woman. Uh, by a woman, he was convicted of attempting to rape in 1994. The woman, now 43, has filed a lawsuit alleging that the couple harassed her, trying to make her take back her claims. So, yeah, that's it. So, um, I, I'm assuming that more stuff is going to come out about that, and that's kind of fucking crazy. Like Cardo said, her her brother was convicted of child molestation, and she did not disavow. Um, and so on and so forth. Uh, moving on further from that. Uh, so Darius had this story. He said a woman is suing McDonald's because a burger commercial made her break her fast. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, bro? It, it was like a, a Russian lady. She had a, a limb fast. A limb fast is uh, when they uh, fast from eating meat products and different type of thing oh. from, from like, uh, I think it's from Easter to I, I can't remember. It's it's from I can't remember the day, but it's some that involves Easter. It's like forty days after, and you're supposed to uh, fast from eating different type of meats and eggs and things. And she, the lady, said that she <laughs> she saw a McDonald's commercial and they made her go and get a cheeseburger with nuggets. <laughs> I'm reading this shit now, bro. This shit's stupid. And she saw a McDonald's for fourteen dollars. <laughs> What a weak bitch. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's marketing team need to raise. Because they got her to break up fast. They nice, my nigga. Like, it costs more for us to go to legal piper work than you to get your $14. Get the fuck out of here, you fat bitch. You wanted a fucking burger? Cut it out. Like, ain't nobody got time for this. You was rushing your fat ass to get that shit. And now you rushing to get your money back. If you don't get the fuck out of here... That's the first time I'm gonna say Putin should just push her ass on stage and just lay some hands on her, like poof, poof, poof. <laughs> they're blaming McDonald's. <laughs> she said she, the commercial was too much for her. Why did you just get a filet fish? She could have got a filet fish and it would have been okay for Lent. Don't they eat fish during like Lent or whatever? Because like Jesus I, I, yeah, the the Lent, I think I think you can eat fish if I'm not mistaken. I think you can. <laughs> you just don't believe like got... eating pork. You could have got you a filet of fish and some French fries. You would have been, hey, okay, nah, bitch, you, wanted that, you wanted that Big Mac all up in your shit, and that's what you got. <laughs> she got everything on that motherfucker. Look at me. That's funny as shit, though. She said, you get nuggets, bitch. Yo, she a Russian lady suing for $14. That's crazy as hell. She wanted two all beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, and a sesame seed bun. Head ass bitch. This is an Orthodox Catholic from Russia is suing the popular fast food chain for allegedly spoiling her Orthodox fasting with their advertiser. The woman claimed that during a walk through the town of Omsk, she saw a poster advertising McDonald's chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets and cheeseburgers. She said she had fasted for meat for about a month before she was enticed by the advertisement. When I saw an advertising banner, I could not help myself, old Vizilikova said in a court statement, according to Russian media. The woman went to her nearest McDonald's and ordered the cheeseburger that was pictured on the poster. <laughs> has successfully fasted for the past 16 years. This was her first time <laughs> That burger must look fast. Hey, like, I want to see that motherfucking billboard. Though. I got to see it. <laughs> I don't even like McDonald's burger, but that billboard must be a five, though. <laughs> She's like, fuck it. 
I gotta get oh. that. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Okay, did y'all see that Isaiah Thomas uh video after he dropped yes, 81 where he was like getting emotional and shit? Yep. I, I, I feel sorry for the young man. I was, man. I was, yeah, I was sad. That shit made me sad, man. It is. My, that's my favorite point guard. Y'all should know that. Like, I was very disappointed that the Boston Celtics fucked him in the a hole and did that shit to him after his sister passed. Like, I hope whatever team man, he goes to gives him a second chance because he put Boston on the map, got them to where he they did. needed to be, had them looking great, and they gave him a shitty deal and just threw him away like trash, bro. And that's fucked up. Especially after he went out there, gave them damn performances he did with his sister passing away, played yep. with a fucked up hip, and y'all got playing hurt. Away. His sister like, passed, and he played hurt after that. That's crazy, man. That but. shit was sad. So I hope he can bounce back, and I hope he get him a nice like little twenty, thirty million dollar deal because I'm pretty sure he's been trying to like catch up for all that money he thought he was gonna get, and then they just they just threw his ass out like trash, bro. True. So, that. I feel the same exact way as y'all do. Um. What's your thoughts on this Michael Thomas shit? Um, from from what I see, I, I I'm not I don't know the ins and outs, but uh, for what I see, it seems like Michael Thomas is like fuck y'all niggas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it seemed like he don't fuck with them. He was like, I'm doing this on purpose. I'm gonna get this surgery uh, around the time training camp gonna start, just so I can fuck shit up. Sound like Scotty Pippen to me. You know what I'm saying? Sound like the same <laughs> shit, bro. I've seen it before. Nah, it's, it's he, nothing like it's nothing like think, that. I don't think it is either. I don't think it is either. But that's yeah, because Scotty ain't get his money. Michael Thomas always got his bread. He already got his bread. I don't know what his issue is. From all, from what all is Michael Thomas' I, issue? From what all the stuff that I read, what happened was last season when he kept getting hurt and all of that stuff. He was supposed to go get a surgery or do something, but they were like, "Hey, you know, you know how those sports people are. Hey, you know, you could possibly play through this. Can you tough it out and see True. how it goes?" And that's this why is, he kept having because it was it was it was Drew's last year, and he wanted to play with Drew in the last year for the playoffs and shit like gotcha. that. So he kept trying to fight to come back, like Ricky said. Yeah, that's very true. So then okay. pretty much uh, in the offseason, they were like, yo, this is something you might be able to rehab uh, rehab without going to stuff. Try it out. He went and tried it out. It didn't work. And then last minute, it was just like, yo, I got to get this surgery. And they were like, how could you, nigga? We gave you this money. You're supposed to get out here and die for us. And he was like, yeah, you can suck my dick. I'm going to go get the surgery. I'm going to go heal. Good luck. Y'all didn't even know who the fuck so- the quarterback is. And so they tried. Yeah. So this, so this is the thing I think happened. And when I saw the initial reports, I was like, so I, I, I read the story, and everybody kind of ran, ran with the story. But what I noticed was there was no nothing from. The, I didn't even see the shit said we reached out for comment, and he didn't give us a comment. I was like, so I wonder what Mike think about this because if y'all coming out with the story and he ain't got no input on it, y'all just running with a one sided narrative. So. It that's what happened. Like you know, that story came out, and that's when the drama started. Because, like nigga, y'all trying to play me in the media. Like I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not a team player. When in reality, the reason why my ankle, why I didn't just shut it down for the year, and I I, I didn't just get surgery on my ankle and shut it down for the year, was because I was trying to be a team player. Like think about that. Like the nigga was our only receiver last year. You know what I'm saying? Like another year where he was, we had what's homie name that came from um the Niners. They had uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel right? Sanders. But, but all right, so Emmanuel Sanders was the only <clears throat> receiver because Mike Tom. So like it, we had we were one dimensional. We had one real wide out. You know what I mean? Um, and so he was trying to come back and and be there because we thought this was like gonna be a championship playoff run. The dude tried. So that's the most team player shit that you could do. But they they flip it and they spin it and they say that this nigga 
is is the opposite because now he's not going to be available for this season because this this is what happened and Cardo kind of uh, explained it but to go a little bit in uh, deeper in detail he could do um they thought that he could get the shit done without having to have surgery on his ankle like yo there's a method he got a second opinion there's a method we, we you might not have to do surgery. He tried that approach. It didn't work, and now he needs the fucking surgery. They said that, oh, well, they were trying to get in touch with him, and he didn't answer their calls. I think that's bullshit, to be honest with you. I think that's bullshit. I think that's bullshit. I, me personally, I think that's bullshit. And then Michael Thomas puts the uh, the graphic on. on um, says, um, They lied about you, and you and you didn't, you didn't expose them or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck he said. I'm paraphrasing. But, like, the last thing I saw was that uh, Sean Payton and Michael Thomas had a conversation and they cool. So if that's that's the what it left for that, I'm cool with that. Like I told Carter before, when the news came out that he had to have ankle surgery, get healthy, man. Make sure that you're 100 healthy. That way you can come back and you can contribute at 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 your peak. Because last year he was injury plagued the entire year and we went through that shit the entire year, and that's just not necessary. You know what I'm saying? Get healthy, come back, and help the team out. Um. So yeah. That was everything. So, with all that context, now what you think, Darius? Um, I, I understand where you're coming from, but what I want to ask you: How you feel about uh Sean Payton's statements that he's been making? What, what which ones? Which which one specifically? Um, he's he he's kind of to me from from what I've seen from Sean Payton's statements, you're kind of throwing him under the bus. Well, I want to understand why Sean Payton is mad because he's he's not going to be available. Probably told him, yo, just get the surgery, and he decided to do something else. So I can understand why Sean is mad that he ain't going to be there, but at the end of the day, nigga, fuck you. That's how I feel about it. You know how that shit go. I mean, he could be upset. That's fine. Nigga, be upset. But there's a difference between being a little upset and then trying to play me play me in the media, though, because that's really Yeah, that's, really that's what I was trying to ask you, because Sean Payton in the media kind of, you know, kicking him in his back. You know, it, 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 I, I'm used to that with Sean kind of answering questions and and kind of being a little surly about. It. Like, there's a difference between those things and that story that came out from Jeff Duncan. Like that's something yeah. completely different. If it was just Sean Payton in the in in the uh, media scrums answering questions and saying like, "Well, the surgery should have been done," but you know, I'm like, you know, whatever, whatever. That's one thing. When you do a story and you got these fucking unnamed sources and shit, that's like the worst shit ever. Like you, like that's. That's the most coward shit ever. Like, put a name on it, nigga. Put a fucking name True. on it. Let us know who who got this shit to say. Cause that's that that creates a completely different like atmosphere and dynamic with the shit. Now you saying, oh, it's my it's motherfuckers in this bitch talking behind my back. Who the fuck talking behind my back? It creates a a, a situation in the atmosphere in the, in the locker room where it's like, yo, these niggas don't want me here after all. Like, you know, I don't even know who I can trust in this motherfucker. That's something completely different. But if Payne talked to Mike. It's similar to like the the shit when the Camara stuff was happening, where they was talking about, oh, they're not fucking with Camara no more. They about to trade Camara or any or all of this shit. And Camara kind of went on social media, and then Camara and Sean Payton had a conversation, and after that, everything was cool. So you know, if that's the same thing, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. That's how where I'm at with it. Yes. Um. Uh, preseason takeaways. Uh, any anything that's uh standing out to y'all from the preseason so far? I'm blind. Bring him out. Darius, anything from you? <laughs> uh, I haven't seen nothing that stood out to me yet. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting on Justin Fields to hit the field. That's what I'm waiting on. But when's, the, when's, the, when's, the first, when's the first preseason game? Oh, Saturday. 
Yep. Okay, so tomorrow. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm, um, I'm waiting to see that. Are they, so from what I for, from some of the stuff that I've been reading, uh, Dwayne Haskins looks really good. They're saying that he might beat out Mason Rudolph for the second uh, QB over there in Pittsburgh. He uh, should. Uh, who the fuck? Uh, Quez Callaway. Who does he play for? Because I've been seeing stuff about him. Quez Callaway. Callaway, Callaway. Quez Watkins, pardon me, Quez Watkins, Quez Watkins. Uh, uh, they saying that uh, J- Jalen Hurts looked good, and he got three receivers now. They saying that he got Rager, uh, Devontae Smith. And they saying Quez Watkins is is a beast also. So I've been seeing that. Um, I think I saw that Mac Jones looked alright. I watched um, <coughs> Hard Knocks, and Michael Parsons looks like a fucking baller. Yeah, like I've been hearing he like a beast, man. He look like a fucking ball. Looks like a baller. Uh, the only other real thing I got to say is uh, the fucking injury bug hit the Ravens again. Uh, so that's two wideouts out. Uh, Hollywood been out for a good little minute, and now uh, they're saying that uh, Rashad Bateman's injury is going to have him out until September, I believe. So it's tough. Damn. Tough, 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 tough. That's fucked up. Uh, and the last thing I got for us, and then we can get up out of here, Summer League standouts. Uh, NBA Summer League has, has been underway. Uh, anybody that stands out to you? Um, I haven't seen enough games to uh, point out people that stand out. I've only really seen the Bulls game, so I really can't, like, speaking of other players, I just know Patrick Williams has really stood out for the Bulls okay. so far. Okay. That's all That's all I really know. Carter? What's up? Uh, any standouts from summer league? Uh, the list of rookies I told you guys would probably put on or putting on. So yeah, all those people we listed on during the draft that I told you guys look out for. But I haven't paid attention to it. Like I told you earlier, none of that shit matters. It's summer league until you do that shit in the NBA on the big stage. No one cares. We've seen Not plenty really. of people look. We've seen plenty of people look great in the um, summer league. The last. Summer League MVP hasn't been shit in the NBA, if we're being honest, and that's Brandon yeah. Clark. And I was championing the shit out of him. He went over there. He had plenty of opportunity to be a starter. Hasn't even started, to be 100% honest, unless the team is, like, riddled with injuries. So it really don't mean nothing until we see them get into the actual system with the stars and see who becomes what. So I don't really got too much. Yeah, I agree. I, I take, like, uh, NFL preseason <laughs> – more to account the NBA summer league because summer league is just like I seen this in Valentine with MVP for summer league. So that's it. that tells you all you need to know. That nigga's ass. I seen yeah, him with I, MVP. I, I, <laughs> I respect that to an extent. Like when I when I'm looking at a lot of these players, especially some of the players players that like Kaminga, right? So like I had all of these thoughts about Kaminga based off watching like draft video, like draft breakdown videos, and then talking to different people saying that he was super duper raw and all of these different things. And then you watch him, and when you watch him and you see that, oh, he's not as raw as they made it out to be. Oh, he actually does have energy on the defensive end. And he he actually does have like an IQ to like kind of run some of these different things. It's like, okay. That's a, that's like a, a thing that stands out to me, and then I don't I don't really view it in the context of like is this nigga playing like a superstar player? Because a lot of times in, in summer league, these dudes just treat summer league. It's like the uh, 
like playing um what's that shit in California with Baron Davis now? Yeah, and like just playing in the Drew League, but you just you just come out there and Drew League Rucker, just get the get shots up and try to score as many points as you can and shit like that. I'm I don't really view it that way. I kind of more so view like 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 skills at base shit that could translate to when you're gonna be playing with other people. You know what I'm saying? I don't really I don't really look at it the other way. So, but but saying that, uh, some of the standout players to me has been, um, like I said before, Kaminga. Kaminga has showed me a lot in terms of I didn't know he could shoot as well as he does. He's shown the ability to knock down some corner threes. He's shown like off his handle a lot defensively. He's flash and a little like and he show he's shown that he's strong. Like I saw him go up against Scotty Barnes. The game before Scotty Barnes was locking everybody the fuck up. The next game, he played against Kaminga, and Kaminga's, like, really bullying the shit out of him, like, pushing him around, like, you know what I'm saying? So, that was kind of wild. Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs is looking like a two-way player, bro, like he just is. Like, you know what I'm saying? I watched watched the game in which he played where – he he made made a clutch clutch block at at the end and um he like he he's a good player. Jalen Green has looked good. Uh, I know Cardo talked about him, but beyond Jalen Green, a lot of players off that Rockets team has looked good. KJ KJ Martin looks good. Josh Christopher looks mm-hmm. good. Sagoon looks good. Like all these dudes look like really really good players. Um, Cam Thomas for the Nets. This nigga made a one legged a one legged game winner the other day. Like who does that? Who does that? Like that shit was insane. Sharif Cooper's look amazing. Sharif Cooper, Sharif Cooper, Jalen Johnson off the Hawks. They look really good. Uh, Sharif looking like he looking like a steal, to be honest with you. It's, it's, it's kind of looking like how did he fall that far in the draft? I know he's undersized, I, but I mean, God. I tried, to, I tried to tell you. I got my list right up here. Katie Cunningham, Evan Mosley, Jalen Suggs, Moses Mooley, Jalen Green, Jalen Springer, uh, Sungun, uh, Wagner's brother, Josh Giddy, Jared Butler, Trey Murphy, Sharif Cooper. Like, Trey You're Murphy flashed good. also. Trey Murphy, Trey Murphy flashed also. He did. He, he definitely yeah. flashed. Some dudes you could just look and it's like no matter where they go into, they fit into today's NBA. And then some other people is like, depending on what you're going, I got to see how you're going to fit into that system before you can give a fair assessment. The same thing with Kaminga. Kaminga isn't a bad player, but like I kept trying to explain to everybody, I don't think he's a good fit for the Golden State Warriors now. I'm kind of I've kind of modified my position on Kaminga as because I was looking at him differently. I was looking at him as like a three four. Now I'm kind of viewing him as like a five. So me looking at him as a five, I think he fits a lot better than I thought before. Like before, I was looking at him as a three four, and it was like, oh, that's gonna be kind of iffy. But if he if they gonna play him as a five, it could work. I think he could. I think he could play like actual meaningful minutes this season if he if he gonna play like a five role. That's my what? opinion. My my thing with that is okay. So who are you picking over now? Because you got two projects. It's him or Wiseman. We sell sheets. We shall see. I don't know. My whole thing is when you have dudes coming in like that, that's that young. You take a lot from them and develop them. When you just kind of push them to the bench, and the game really is just an ISO thing. Like as far as it's concerned, Duke might become a Lou Williams because defensively he's not that great either. He's like he's solid. I'm not gonna say he's bad. He's solid. So it's just like I wonder what they're gonna do because we haven't seen. The Hornets develop anybody who's ever came out of that camp that has done shit. I I, I agree. I agree. But I, I do feel like uh, I was bitching about uh, what they were doing to LaMelo this year. And like, I, I mean, I, it didn't happen on the, the time clock that I wanted to do it on, but to it. And eventually they did make him the starter. So 
Like, so far, so good with LaMelo. I do like some of the other things on the Hornets team right now. The P.J. Uh, Washington, Miles Bridges, I like him. Um, I like some of the stuff that they're doing, you know. They were on a good trajectory this year. Uh, I think it was some injury shit that kind of fucked them up. Because I remember LaMelo missing, if I'm not mistaken, he missed a lot of time toward the end of the year. Yeah, he, like, messed up his wrist or his finger or something. Yeah, and that kind of pulled them. They were, in. They were like already in the playoffs and they kind of pulled them down to the play-in and they lost. You know what I'm saying? So uh I like what the, the uh I think I think his name is like Borrega or something. I like what the coach is doing so far. And in terms of book night, I do feel like the the thing that was missing off that Hornets team was like a a shooting guard that could get a bucket. Like not and I'm not saying like because I know you said Terry Roger is a shooting guard, but he's six one. So like that's a point guard to me. That's a point guard that, that could get a bucket. Like you need a wing that could go get you a, go get a, go go get a go get a bucket. Lamelo ain't really like a like a bucket like that. He more like a you know like a natural playmaking type nigga who can who can also score. James Booknight, from what I've seen, is like he an attacking nigga. So I get you saying that like you know coming off the bench, but a young a young dude coming up playing a six man role and eventually unseating um a terror. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. I got. I just got to see how it works out. For me, yeah, I don't think he was the, the the right person to get the attacking and shit is cool, but Lamelo's gonna need shooters around him. And dude's not quite a shooter. It can turn into some shooting. Like I don't think they should have let Monk go. To be hundred percent honest, you could have traded that pick off and kept Monk. Monk's young as fuck, and he fits perfect with Melo, especially with Lamelo. Won't do if you want him to go get a bucket, he I, can get it that, all that over. I agree with. That I agree with more. I feel like Malik Monk fit better. <laughs> Next to next to uh next to Lamelo Ball than Terry Roger did because Terry Roger is not a great spot up. He's more of like a, a on ball playmaking type nigga that get a bucket. Whereas Malik Monk is a spot up spot up for real for real. Like he's a true traditional spot up. Like he can make a, he can, and I think Malik Monk was making like forty two percent of his threes. Well, we shall see. Yeah, he is. From what I'm saying, you're right though, Cardo. Uh, James Booknight shot. 34% his his uh his freshman year in college and 29% his um sophomore year in college. Yeah, he's a driver so it just doesn't fit with LaMelo to me like cool you can get on you can drive but in this NBA now that's not a great that's not good enough for ISO nigga you need to step back you need to hit threes can those things develop? Yeah, sure. We'll see but I don't know how you're going to do that off the bench in Charlotte, like I said, it's more so about Charlotte than anything. We've never seen them develop anything. Nothing's mm. ever come from out of there like, ooh, like none of that shit. You always see some dudes where he has potential and the potential never goes anywhere. Once the athleticism goes, you know, you got Cody Zeller. And this has been episode 60 of the Wait Till You Hit This Podcast. You can follow me at Dame Fresh on Twitter. Follow the uh, podcast at Wait Till You Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Wait till you hit this podcast. Um, Levi's rates, reviews, uh, shares, comments, all that good shit uh, on Apple Podcast app. Tell everybody about us, man, because um, we the shit. Uh, don't follow Darius because he might shoot you. Yes. And, yeah, and Ricky is, is that nigga too, motherfucker. I am no nigga. I'm a gentleman, a black man. <laughs> you will not, you will not degrade me, Jamie. And <laughs> hey, hey, Darius, that's the mustache talk right there, nigga. <laughs> I don't even got the mustache on. I got a rugged beard right now, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Like, I need the shade. Like, Wolverine's black. <laughs> that nigga rugged. said, that nigga said, I got the rugged beard on. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, Joe. It is what it is. Oh, man. Oh, man. But yeah, we up out of this motherfucker. Hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Peace. Peace, because I got the pee. <laughs> Somebody's going to take a leak. <laughs>